Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Well, we're back Sunday morning at Adeptic Clash 2023. We're with Janner. Janner, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Completely happy I made the trip up. I've met some amazing people. Well, you're old hammer, right? There's not a lot of old hammer people here, but they're new, new faces. Emphasis on old uh, well, we're all, I mean, yeah. Once you, once yep. you get beyond a certain age and a certain color in your beard, it's like, it just, it is oh. what it is. <laughs> That's why my, I have my wife color mine. I can hide all that. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely old hammer. Um, exactly. Back to, oh my gosh, we got in back in 1998, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because uh, locally we have Mark Burr. I don't know if you know Mark Burr. Yep. Long time. It's, exactly. Mark's another old hammer guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. So how have you found the transition into Kings of War? Because I know we played probably... It's been a couple of years. Yeah, the, like one of the, I think the first Crucible that they had Kings of War at, and so that was a while ago. How have you found Kings of War since you've transitioned over? The movement has been amazing. You know, Warhammer was a great game. It was super fun, but it got to the point where it was ultra competitive, and we all know the, you know, the the, the sunder around GW and yeah, it kind of spills over. But the, the the transition to Kings of War has been, I think, incredible. Um, I haven't seen a community like this in the past for hobbying, where everyone's completely accepting. They're very welcoming. The sportsmanship is amazing. Everyone wants just to have fun, to hobby, yeah. to play games. Yeah, you want to be competitive and, and you know, maybe, hopefully, knock on wood, win. Win one game in a two-day GT or something like that. <laughs> right. you know? That's, that's, that's the goal. That's, that's the goal. Right. Set the bar low. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but it's been it's been fantastic. Uh, I think it's it's the best game out there, and not only the best game, but also the best community out there. Uh, let me ask you this, because you got a good perspective on this. What's created the community that's around the game? Is there something in the game, or something? Why is the community so? Well, in your words, like mm-hmm. what's different, right? It's different than what you may find in other game systems. One, it's got support for Mantic in the real in a real kind of way, in a genuine kind of way. They want to see yeah. the community grow, and they want it to be interactive. It's not just a marketing effort to not sell just, models. Not just a marketing ploy to sell <laughs> right. models. They want to do that, too. But that's cool. But hey, And that's fine, it's but business. it's not the primary. I mean, maybe it is the primary mission, but there's an ancillary benefit. Yeah, it's completely homegrown. You know, the, the, the lens that you look at Kings of War from is much more, you know, we say community a lot, but what does it really mean? It means we're all in this together inclusively where it's mutually supportive, we have a good time, we get mm-hmm. each other's backs, we bring other new players in, we mentor them, uh, you know, we hopefully have some, some influence in where the game goes and where the, like, the events go and the conventions grow and how that works, but, you know, as opposed to other game systems, they just, that, that level of, of connection is not there. I wondered, though, it, it's a trend, I'm wondering if more companies are going to see that, that, that right, you know, it's not just Mantic. There probably is a couple other companies doing it where they're really, you know, Corvus Belly and Infinity is another one where they really engage their customers. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're looking at all these other things, right? I mean, are you seeing a tr- change in the industry or is there still? I think there's definitely a trend and a change to be <clears throat> more engaged with your hobby audience. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of organizations, companies have figured out that you have to do that to not only 
grow market share, attain market share, but also to keep market share. Mm-hmm. And from a business and a you know profit and loss standpoint, it makes good sense to have a fully engaged audience. Fully engaged players? Yeah. Or customers? <laughs> right. Both. Yeah. And, yeah. Both. And then the other way around, yeah. Well, it's such a unique business. I mean, you can get, you go to a store and you, and you buy something. It's a yeah. retail relationship. <clears throat> they sell, you buy, that's it. Yeah. Where with hobby, it's completely different. It's a total life cycle uh, business. Where it, yeah. They provide it. We become engaged with it and we buy the product. But then we get wrapped up in the community and we get wrapped up in the hobby and the lore and the game and the communities online and the friends we make and the hobby clubs we go to. Mm-hmm. And it's much more pervasive in a super fantastic way than just a traditional you know, business relationship. It's yeah. nothing like that. It's totally organic. And you so, currently, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I think that's well said. When you have happy customers, engaged customers, they turn into advocates. Oh, yeah. Not just customers, but they're ambassadors, pathfinders, right? Like everybody's a little bit of a pathfinder. And that's that's one thing, you, you know, you were talking about how the new players are treated. I'm, I'm still a pretty new player. Like I've been in Kings for two, two and a half years, been like seriously with, with air quotes here, playing for the last year. And every time I go to a tournament, I'm, I'm just blown away. Meet, meet brand new people and, and the way they treat you. It's just, it's an amazing community to be a part of. And I'm, and I'm all about being an advocate now. Every time, even, even in Germany, you know, I play with uh, Chris Thomas. We'll be at a local game store in Germany, and I don't speak German that well, right? I can order at a restaurant. But it's amazing. We'll have people playing Magic. We'll have people playing Warhammer in the game. And every single time we have our models on the table, somebody's, you know, you can kind of see them looking over it a little bit. And they finally engage and then immediately it turns into a sales pitch, right? And you're like, oh, this is Kings of War, Magic Games, they do this. Like, and, and people, we've, we've gotten new players that way. So having a community of players, customers, right, that is willing to, to sell the product for, it's genius. It, it's, it sells itself, too, when, when, when they learn the game. It's, that's very well said. You know, it's a case of every player who's got a going to have a positive experience becomes, you know, your your next manufacturer's rep. Like you said, they're all they're all pathfinders. Yeah. Everyone's out there pushing the group, the community, the game, and the hobby at large, whether it's Kings or something else that's related to what we do, it's it's all just positive growth. And you know, like you said, everyone wants to be everyone every company wants to have advocates, but within the group that we have and the community that we have, they've done a nice job to make everyone basically tense, you know. If you ask me, I'm going to give you a yes. I will definitely recommend you to somebody else. So they're all tens all the time. Yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. So you're currently in Florida. How's the scene down there? And I know we'll talk about you transitioning to the Midwest, but how's the scene currently in Florida? The scene in Florida is great. We uh, we had like the next generation, if you will, of of TOs and organizers kind of pick up the baton mm-hmm. when Warhammer, you know, the Sundering, yeah, you know, died an ugly death. And uh, there was a little bit of bitterness, a little bit of unhappiness. A lot just, of us, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just, you know, a little salty. Uh, a lot of us kind of retired, you know, air quotes from kind of doing all that for a long time. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the next, next wave came in, picked it all up, ran with it. So the groups in Miami, the groups in Orlando, there's big groups in Jacksonville, there's groups in Tampa. They're all having local events. They're all having one-day tournaments for Kings of War uh, Crucible. Shout out to uh, to Cody and crowd down there. Oh, Cody's amazing. Oh, super great guy. Yeah, I mean, like one of the most, he's just a great human being. Yeah, that's the big mm-hmm. tournament in, in Florida, Crucible, right? Yeah. Yep. It's in Orlando, in Orlando. right? Yeah, so. yeah, it's a two-day event. It's wrapped within a convention-style event like this, mm-hmm. where they play other game systems, but and then they'll have a Saturday-Sunday event for Kings of War, but it's, it's, it's pretty great. 
Yeah. And where are you at in Florida right now? I'm in Fort Myers, so okay. pretty much the surface of the sun. Yeah, yeah, because, okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting, too, though, because, like, before, like, in Florida, you basically had Tampa and Orlando had players. <laughs> you know, and then we heard, oh, by the way, the, the Firelock Games guys down in the Miami area, they yep. played a little bit. But, you know, it was, but it, it's starting to, it's starting to spread. Uh, up up the coast and uh, it's going up the coast. Florida's growing. I mean, the little pockets kind of where I am. There's not that much for kind of like rank and file games. They play a lot of small skirmish stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, you know, like you said, really uh, looking forward to transitioning up to uh, to Midwest, um, finding some new groups to play with. I've already been introduced to some amazing. Yeah, people Eric Trowbridge is a is a is a, is, is a great player. He's a great ambassador and, he, in Ohio and Felix Castro and, and all the guys in Ohio. Super nice. Yeah, exactly. Super nice. Met those guys yesterday. You know, they were very welcoming. Hey, you know, let's change change phone numbers and give me a shout. We'll get together. And that's back to what you said earlier. That's what you want to have happen. And that's what does happen. It's funny because wherever you end up moving, like, oh, like we had an Ohio guy come to Memphis. or where, It's, it's yeah. just funny how it's just like the red carpet is rolled out. Oh, and, completely. Yeah. Now, what about your brother? Is he playing or no? He plays a little bit. He's uh, he's wrapped up. He plays sports too. Okay. So uh, he's kind of a, a part-time hobbyist these days. I, yeah, I try yeah. and guilt him into it whenever I can. Now is he down in? Where's he at? He's in Lakeland. Lakeland, Florida. Yep. yep. Awesome. It's it's funny you mentioned that we. Uh, I got a text from him the other day. He pulled out uh, some stuff in his in his hobby closet. And he he had one of the old uh, signs from the event we used to run in Florida back in the Warhammer days. What was it called? Uh, that was the Necro GT. The Necro GT. I see, they used to have cool. They, they had some cool names was yeah. down there. 2000 to, oh my gosh, like 2012, 2014, something mm-hmm. like that. I'm older now. I can't remember. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> but uh, he pulled it out. He took he, like, he snapped a picture, sent it to me, and he had like the, the smiley face and then the sad face and, you know, like happy memory, a little bit of sad memory because it was, you know, in the past. But, yeah, we, we flash back every now and then. Absolutely. What do you think of the rule set? Of Kings of War. Love the rule set. Uh, the original, I think that Alessio did Alessio Cavatore, yeah. Did first edition um, and worked on second edition, yeah. You know, it's streamlined. It's easy to understand. The, 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 the barrier for getting the rules is really low, but the sophistication is really high. It's a very subtle game. Mm-hmm. It's a very elegant game. I think it's a really, really well done rule set. Well, you said something earlier where it's like by the players, for the players kind of thing, where there's an yeah. agency and the rules committee, uh, who they rotate people on and off. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's great because, I mean, I think we have a voice. You know, I, I mean, I think every company would like to think they have a voice, but we have a more direct voice in the sense that those, ru- those rule committee folks, <laughs> the unpaid volunteers that are just back there collecting the data and making, sh- you know, making those tough decisions and working with Mantic, uh, it's, it's got to be a labor of love, but it, it, it pays off. It goes back to what we talked about earlier, you know, there, there's that, that tie, and the tie is that the people in a really well-run company, like Mantic, are passionate hobbyists. They want to have a cool rule set that's fun to play, that they enjoy, because they're going to go home at night, or they're going to go off on the weekend to their clubs, and they're going to play the game too, so they want it to be fun. So it's a completely invested interest on, on both parts. Well, now you're moving to Ohio. Florida to Ohio, really? It's yeah, an interesting, interesting movement. It's going to be a change. Usually the other way. The other way yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> but what's interesting about mid- the Midwest is that there's a. I mean, if you have a good scene in Florida, you ain't seen nothing yet because <laughs> the Ohio, the, the Midwest in general, with Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana, and 
It's very strong. There's a strong great, and you and now you're a little bit closer to Jimmy. Jimmy Livers. In, oh my God, in I Lexington. love Jimmy. Right, so he's got his uh, Kentucky Wildcat that he that he runs in Lexington. Yep. Uh, met Jimmy back in the early 2000s. Became fast friends, um, and that's the thing. You know, we 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 go to these events and the travel, and the big bonus really is to see all the friends that you've made all over the years. Where you know, one lives in Washington, and the other one's in Kentucky, and people are in Baltimore and Texas, or or we made friends from overseas, and they would come over, and you get to hang out with them that weekend at that event. And it might only and, be once a year, right? Oh, totally. It, yeah, it makes it once great. A year. That's kind of how I feel too. I'm seeing guys I haven't seen since Bug. I mean, I haven't seen you since Bug Eater, Rob. Mm-hmm. Living in Germany, but it, but it's great. So I, you know, you see old friends, you make new friends, and then you see those new friends again. It's it just, the best part. It it's just makes you part. appreciate the the tournament scene and and getting everybody together. It really adds another dynamic to just being part of this community. It does. So you know, I, I pulled I pulled up the the map software. Was it yeah, Google Maps? And I think we're an hour and forty minutes apart now between Jimmy's house and my house. That's fantastic. So, oh my gosh! I mean, before. If you look at the map, just to get to the state line, just to get to Georgia, it's about a seven-hour drive. Right. So to be able to be so close to all of these people, yeah. There's, that I, I mean, know, Kentucky's got at least at least two GTs, nice. and you've got Ohio. Um, I don't know if we have we do well. The Dayton yeah. area has a few ones, and then the Michigan GT and Indy Storm. Yeah, it's like you're surrounded. They're like in a. And what's great about it for you is. Bad, you're leaving your old friends, but now you got a bunch of new friends oh. and a bunch of new faces that you've never met before that are yeah. going to be the next 20 years, right? You're just, yeah. And that's the total hobby thing. You never lose friends. You just pick up new ones. Yeah, exactly. It's also been fun to to bump into. Like when you come to like an Evepticon, I know you've bumped into the people that you, maybe they're play, maybe they're not playing Kings of War. They're playing something else. Yeah. But, you, but these are the kind of events that I appreciate because you bump into those people. They're like... Oh my God! I haven't seen you in ten years. How are you? You know, and you get caught up with with like old friends. Chaos Davia uh, yesterday walked up behind me. Goes, what are you doing here? I turned around. I'm like, oh my God! I haven't seen you forever. So stuff like that. It's really, it's really nice. Yeah. You want to cool. know a funny story about Chaos Dave? <laughs> Go ahead. I played my first game of Kings of War in a tournament against him, and I ran into him. I was, I was sitting on the couch out there, and he was passed out asleep, and I was like, Dave. <laughs> And you know it took it took it took he's him a, a minute. He's the one from to, Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a Tennessee guy, and yeah. uh, it was in Circle of Iron in twenty. Yeah, so Mike Barnes event down in Alabama. Yeah, so that was my first. Uh, that was my first real big boy tournament, right? Got my got my ass whipped, but I'm I'm still here. So yeah, yeah. A, a little story about sticking with it. So uh, my brother and I got into the hobby. We went to Dragon Con way back in in '98. Saw the the eye candy and the booth, and went, "Oh my God, we've got to have this right now." So. You know, bought into the game, sort of playing, thought, hey, let's go to a tournament. And GW at the time was having these big GTs, let's do that. So we were like, okay, let's go to Chicago, do it up, have a little vacation. So my first game was against a guy named Craig Hunter. So shout out to Craig, all the guys out in California. Um, he was my first experience with like a big time game. He was so nice, uh, walked me through everything, explained how things worked, didn't let me do anything foolish in the game kind of helped me along and you know uh, that was back in what 99 or 2000 I think wow and my wife and I went on vacation we love them we love we love the west coast it's fun so we were out there went to San Francisco drove around did some touring and I I messaged him on uh, through Facebook Messenger and like hey we're gonna be out here so we all got together had dinner that's awesome you know Craig his wife Tom his wife me my wife that's the kind of friends you make exactly it's funny it's just uh, the older we get 
you, the circle gets just that much bigger, right? And then it's like a friend of a friend of a friend, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you doing on the weekend? It's a tough, to be fair, Jenner, it's a tough room. This really is, tough room. This it's, got some it's pretty a tough good room. From what I understand, I had some good opponents. You know, I, I kind of made the commitment this year to sort of become, I guess, more competitive. Yeah. And sort of kind of go from the, the, the weekend hobbying to back to a lot of like what I used to do. Right. You know, just picked up a win with my first game and then two losses, but I learned a lot in the second and the third loss. So I'm having a great time. I'm mm-hmm. learning a lot. You got to pay attention. So you know, it's positive. It wasn't a, it wasn't an over. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's always. Who did you play in the first round? I played Jesse Berglund. Jesse so Berglund's great. It's a first game, and you got him because he had, he's a great Twilight game player. Yeah, I got I got uh, I, I got a win out of that. It was pretty fortunate. <clears throat> Jesse's a great player. Super nice. Um, my next game was against uh, Mike Green. So, you know, kind of the, the beards across the table, we kind of looked at each other and thought, hmm, old hammer. So <laughs> you kind of see the gray in each other's mm-hmm. face. Uh, that, was, that was a good game. That went down to the end of the game. Uh, I lost to him uh, in, uh, in that game. And then uh, my third game was against uh, Jeffrey Schlitzgen. Jeff Shilkin. Shilkin. I, I knew I was going to jack but that name up. If I say it wrong... It's, you know, it's fine. Cause That's a he, tough he, game. Tough he, game. He's a good player. We had a great game. Uh, his ogres against my undead. Um, oh, you're playing undead too? Yeah. Nice. Me too. Ooh, yeah, go yeah, yeah. Go undead. Go undead. <laughs> you know, surge shenanigans. That's the exactly. thing. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, but we had a great game. We uh, we kind of got down to the end, and he rolled double ones. Nice. And looked at me and went, hmm. And I thought, oh, this might work. <laughs> might work I should, out. I shouldn't have thought that in my head. Yeah. Because yeah. my next turn, I went. Oh wait! Here's the two. Here's the two double ones back. I'm. I'm just going to return oh, the favor. Oh no! Yeah, so it, it's funny how that works. Yeah, so that uh, that worked out like that. But it was a good day. Good day. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting room because normally uh, we don't normally. A lot of times here you get like half the half the field is Chicago-ish, Midwest-ish players, and then and then a bunch, but. Man, we, we have a lot of non-Midwest guys and girls that have come, and, and they're, they're some of the better players. Um, and I don't know what I don't know what the, I don't know why, but it just this you know normally thirty players mm-hmm. is kind of normal. That's a good turnout. We peaked at sixty-five players. one time, and, and this we're like at forty-five. That was so. pre-COVID though. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny. I'll come back around. Oh yeah. yeah. I think oh, yeah. what's interesting is we always we we get the this is, you know, the UK and the and the Australians like to lord over that their clash of kings are bigger than ours. Like they have 137 signed up so far, and they have six months to go. For the, are you talking about for the, the UK, UK clash of kings? Yeah, yeah. But then you know I was thinking about it. I was like, well, this is a not a cheap event. <laughs> you know. No. You're probably dropping three, four hundred bucks in registration if you're taking classes and and, and stuff. Yeah, it's easily. Like, and then there's the time commitment, and then the hotel, and I mean, you're probably looking at a thousand dollars by the time you're done. COVID did put a dent in a lot of travel and a lot of events like this. It's going to take a while to rebound, but if you think back to kind of the past histories, you know, other events from other game systems, they got there with player count up to, you know, fifty, sixty, eighty, over a hundred. It just takes a little time, especially with. The, making the right culture at the event where, hey, this is all about coming out, hanging out, having fun, doing the things that you love. Yeah, we're going to play games and we're all going to try and be competitive, but, you know, that's secondary to being able to get together. And if it's got that right kind of culture, it's going to grow. Yeah. Yeah, One of the things I want you to to pick your brain on is 
we're kind of like the Goldilocks size of community, right? One of the things that's interesting is that I always say it's not a gotcha game. Like, you really, there's really, it's not. Not really. Yeah, I mean, you can build a good list, and somebody can have a me- mediocre list, but yeah. it, it's, it normally comes down to player skill, right? There's a little mm-hmm. bit of luck, right? Obviously, uh, yeah, of course, it's with a nice double game. ones and yeah. stuff or not getting a turn seven. But, you know, I wonder what, you know, obviously you came from Warhammer where, Warhammer in general, there were there were fun guys, and, and it was you, you kind of got your clicks. But mm-hmm. there was some more highly competitive, like where I mean, I've never seen it since. But you know, where top table, they're yelling at each other and screaming. It's like, gosh, guys, oh, I remember that well. I was playing in Chicago back, kind of when I was really doing this, and I was on table two, and I looked to the right, and it was table one. And the guilty parties will remain nameless because I'm <laughs> friends with both of them still to this day. Yeah, but. Uh, they were, they were in a heated discussion over something that was going to happen, and they were both leaning over the table, and I swear, their noses were about <laughs> three inches apart. <laughs> so we all looked, and then all got kind of quiet and are in the table, and everyone just sort of looked down, made a mental picture of yeah. where your stuff was, and we all started sliding our miniatures over to kind of get out Make of the sure way. Make sure you don't yeah. Yeah. inside. But yeah, but like, we've not nothing had, happened, yeah. but you're like... Man, this is a, this is we're playing a, with toy soldiers, right? That's a little too intense, brother. I wonder though, is that a result of the rule set, or is it because the the prizes too? Are, you know, I I hate to say it that we're but we are human, right? Yeah. And in some of those bigger events in Warhammer, and you got a thousand dollars worth of prizes, it's like yeah, yeah. you can because we don't do that typically. It was a lot work. of prize, a lot of prestige back in the day. Yeah. You know, if you won this or you won that, that was, I guess, the community saw that as something, and you could. If you bought into it, you could see that as something. Yeah. So they took that. They took that seriously. It's funny because our we were talking about this last night. Our, the best player in the United States is here, and you wouldn't know it if you talked to him. Like he's not going to be like, "Hey, do you know who I am?" <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Actually, he just walked by a minute ago. Yeah. You know, and Adam, Adam Ballard. Yeah. I mean, he's won everything in the like the last. I mean, he's got the he's the U.S. Master. I mean, yeah. he's number one right now on the table, right. right? So, it's weird. I don't know why aren't we like Warhammer? Is our or it's not just not to just call it Warhammer, but those sure. bigger like X-wing, another one. Well, sometimes you got to draw a comparison because there are some. We'll just say some companies have a following and a community that's different than other ones because they create a different culture. Right. And Mantic has worked really hard to create. What that's I feel that's like interesting. That's, right a, kind of that's a great take, uh, Jenner, because you, what you're saying is. It's just like where I work, right? We want to mm-hmm. create a culture where it's inclusive and, and yep. people feel like they can have a voice and they have investment and they have agency in what they're doing. It's the same thing here, right? Mantic mm-hmm. is trying to set the stage where we are our own bosses. Yeah, right? yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, you've got to build the right type of feel, culture uh, at an event to get that effect. And you have to decide you know, what's more important. Where do I place my value? <clears throat> and Mantic does that, and the TOs who do these events do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You bring in the TOs because those guys do oh. a lot of work to put this stuff on for us. Oh, they're a lot they're, of work. They're right at the top of the. the yeah, top and we showed it out Cody earlier. Shane. Yeah, Cody's. Yeah, a lot of effort. Uh, to 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 probably to the, uh, you know, the loss of his ability to go to some of the, you know, the events because he's like, well, I gotta build terrain or I've got to, you know. I've got to paint these 35,000 trees. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I can't come play on Saturday. Exactly. No. I mean, the community, down, I've been down, my, my in-laws live in Tampa, so the community down there is great. I mean, mm-hmm. really welcoming guys. So, and now you're moving into another welcoming community. And they're great guys. In where I live, they don't play the games that I play. Well, what's interesting, though, is you're not just moving in, like, where you're moving, 
it is a pocket of very, very good Kings of War players. Yep. Like the cream of the crop. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So because you've got Eric Trowbridge, mm -hmm. who's here and is a great, wonderful player. Um, uh, and then you've got the other one here. The other one that's here is Steve Malone, yeah. who's also just exceptional. So they'll probably bring you into the secret, the secret. Uh, what do they call it? The secret chat cave, or this, I don't know. They have this like it's like the bad cave. Exactly. Like, where like they have this, and they just they miniatures. just they just list shop. They just boom, 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 and they just throw out ideas. And uh, that's one of the things we can do in Kings of War, right? It's it's pretty deterministic, and you can kind of roll through scenarios. How I do it? love that part, like the, if you will, like the, the math hammer element of trying to figure it out all mentally. Exactly. Because in Warhammer you couldn't because it was too random. Or, oh. oh, well what happens too if you get a purple sun? Too <laughs> many rules. Too many if, thens, buts in exactly. that game system where, where what Mantic has put together is much more streamlined where you really have to rely on strategy, tactic, yeah, and skills absolutely. to get it done. What would you change? What, what would be an improvement to the rule set that you would uh, like to see? I think I'll probably echo what a lot of people are thinking. I'll just throw this out there, that it might be fun to have the double ones and the double sixes as optional. Yeah, just make it, yeah. yeah. Just have not, it not make it go away. Just say, okay, are we going to have this or are we not going to have this? Because then again, you know, that kind of dictates the, the climate of your event. Or maybe something about, um, you know, instead of make, making it optional, maybe like, hey, if the unit is up to their nerve value, right, if they're dash 28 and they have 28 wounds, and you roll a double one, maybe you get a re-roll. Yeah. Some, just something like something. that. Yeah. Because you, 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 again, you, we talked about the fact that, you know, Kings is somewhat analytical. And mm -hmm. then all the unit types are very similar. They're, what they can do is very similar. So you have to break it down into skill. And if you've kind of calculated out and figured out, I'm going to do this and this and this, and then you do those things, and mm -hmm. then and you, double ones come up and double ones come up and double ones come up, you're like, I... Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I actually think though the one, the more, the one piece of randomness that's more impactful is the turn seven, right? Yeah, that's because huge. you're because mm -hmm. in 40k or other game systems, they're planning out how they're going to play the turns, right? Well, I like that. Yeah, I think it. Uh, so you like the randomness? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the the exceptional results, the double ones or the, the double yeah. sixes, they don't happen very often. Yeah, they're really rare. And so, but there's always that one that's going to stick in your mind that one time that you lost the game because of it. But I mean, there's been players like that have had five double ones in a game and still pulled it out. Yeah, right? that's true. Because mm -hmm. they don't. Ma sometimes they don't matter, right? Oh, sometimes yeah, they don't. There's always that one extreme oh, case where you're like, yep. oh my gosh, this was critical. Just to, to kind of follow up, I think a couple of things being optional would be fun. Don't take them out. Well, they just, did, yeah, they did yeah, it with yeah, the withdraw yeah. rule, like, right? Like, well, yeah, like withdraw. You know, it's now optional. Because there's some people that don't like it. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, and now the t you, fine. you put it on the TO, and, and that's fine. The TO, I mean, in a way, you, you talked about Mantis setting the culture. Mm -hmm. Well, the TO is the culture for their Completely. event. Completely. The amount of terrain they put on the table, that you know, all the things. Because I mean, comp at the end of the day, composition, where you're trying to, what they can take, what they can't take, or trying to change behavior or how they play. It's you're just moving the goalposts. But when you move the goalposts, you're you're trying to frame it in a way where this is the what this is what we want to do with Kings of War. Mm -hmm. I like the way you put that. The tos, Mantic at the top, but the tos definitely have the ability to frame the cultural behavior within their events and set that environment. And like you said, you can shift it this way, you can shift it that way. What kind of event do I want to have? And that's going to determine who's going to kind of come and participate. Yeah, that's a good idea, framing it. Well, I also think that TO, given TOs that kind of power, well, I guess every TO has that power, but 
you can differentiate yourself the events, mm-hmm. right? Because we have different events around the country. Oh, they're all, they're all totally unique. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, think about Lone Wolf, right? I mean, it's kind of on the, the opposite side of the spectrum with that crazy scenarios and the yeah, impact I mean, that the special character has. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's more in the vein of some of the Warhammer events back in the day where they had just scenarios that were just bonkers. Oh, we had yeah. crazy scenarios. We had crazy rules. Uh, all the TOs would make adjustments to the uh, scenarios for their unique events. Swedish comp? <laughs> Yes. Having to calculate how, how much points in Swedish comp, you're, you know, and then you get, like, bonuses. The we even we used to have to do We to even went the to, to handicapping back then where, you know, you would send your lists in, and we, we didn't have a three-tier system. It was kind of like a two-tier. Like, you could tell, you know, these lists were meant to be super ultra-competitive. Yeah. You need to stand over here on the left. And then the other guys who were like, I'm just going to come and have fun on the right. And it's not that we scored them differently, but we would pair them up to each their own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, That's the Body funny. Slam guys could play themselves, and then, hey, I'm on vacation. I want to go have a good time. They could play, and then you, through the Swiss system, you would filter down. Eventually, if you could, if you could manage, you could manage. But right. you know, that goes back to you know, creating the right kind of feel for your. It's events. funny though. We we we've been playing this for ten years. Right, since first edition. Yeah, the first edition yeah. was rough. And I think to get to a second any edition first or a third or a 3.5, you got to go through those pains, right? But we've never had comp. There's been some events that said, look, we're going to limit you to two per anything or very slight tweaks. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, we just rely on players' self-restraint. To be fair, in Kings of War, if you go crazy in one direction, you're skewing it, well, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to have a card. It'll be just your luck that you'll show up and you have they have the hot counter to what you're, oh, I have the gun line, and you're playing Night Stalkers with all the stealthy. Yep, so yep. Yep. It sort of self-regulates yeah. in, in that way. It does. I think that's a sign of an elegant rule system, you know, to compare to maybe the other one that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Non-elegant. Well, I mean, and yeah. It, it falls into that trap of, you know, it, it, it needed a lot of TO tweaking because everything was just off the table and everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's funny because it feels like, you know, obviously listening to what's coming out with t- 10th edition for 40K, they may have actually realized that the, the old way isn't working. Uh, and so it feels like they're, they're they're moving that direction. Like, you don't need complexity for just complexity's sake. No. you got to have a reason to have a yeah, rule. If you're going to have point. five things that give you extra crushing in combat, just call it the same thing. Or an armor save, like in 40K, yeah. where you've got, like, 50 ways to save uh, for, a, for, an atta- uh, for damage. Yeah. Just... <laughs> It can all be one mechanic. It's literally one mechanic. Just call it the same thing. Oh, yeah. I think Alessia did it really well to begin with and set the tone for where we are now is that the complexity should be in the execution of your strategy and your tactics, not in the game rule design. Well, let's talk about that. This is a game, in my, my opinion, you win and lose in deployment and movement. Those are the key things. Some armies are able to mitigate poor deployment, right? right? But I don't know. How do you see You know, you You've uh, played this game a little bit. I agree. I think that uh, deployment and movement are the top of the list, especially movement. Controlling, or the way I look at it is you're either going to leverage your resources or you're going to deny the opponent his resources, but you have to do that through movement, which is controlling space. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everyone's going to have a hammer, everyone's going to have an anvil, everyone's going to have chaff or utility units or whatever the words are you want to put on them, but the ability to leverage what you have against what they have is where it all comes down and it starts with movement. Yeah, and scenario play in Kings of War, you know, I'm thinking back to Warhammer, we played a lot of pitch battles over the years, right? Sort of show up on the bowling, yep. you know, the bolt, the green just field. Just kill everything. And just kill everything. Or then, like, well, we have scenarios, like things like Watchtower and stuff where you're like, God, leave, man. Some of these wonky 
but I feel like this and, and the way the scenarios evolve and they switch some out from time to time and I mean there's there one of them it, has kill it's, the, it's fairly balanced you know, yeah we we play undead, so if I look at you and I go, you know, loot counter games, you're like, yep. oh. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're right. not exactly the speediest, so we can't really go grab things really fast and run away with them. So we have to rely, rely on the resilience built into the, you know, the dash number for the unit. The grind. This is a big thing. The so grind. Pick it yeah. up and, okay, I can hold it a little longer because I'm tougher. So it's it's a good balance. And, and this morning we play pillage, I think is what I heard. Oh, okay. So you guys okay. are like, your eyes are probably like, Pillage. I like pillage. I can I can hold four tokens. And then I think the last game is dominate, which is yeah, great. Dominate. Yeah, if you need, especially if you're slow and you know where your opponent's yeah. got to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like a target. It's a bullseye. That's true. Yeah. Well, John, John, I appreciate you coming on, chat with us. Thanks so much. For yeah, it's me. fun. And uh, what's your next event? What's the next event you're coming to? The one my wife lets me go to. Yeah. Well, when, when, when's, <laughs> well the, when's the move to Ohio? <laughs> Probably a little ways off. We uh, we close on the new house. Uh, the current ones, you know, we're trying to uh, find a buyer for it. Yeah. So that's kind of the usual time frame there. There's a bunch of great events up there. By the time you know fall and stuff, there's a lot of lot of good events. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get your brother to an event. It's been a while. I try. Uh, he's he's kind of a local. Like if I can drive to it, I, I see. Can, okay. I can go to it. So you know, usually like crucible. We'll go and hang out. And mm-hmm. We'll play games and do our, you know, our uh, traditional red lobster dinner one night. It's all the little traditions you have. Exactly. Nice. Well, well said. Thanks, John, for all coming right. on. Good luck in your next two games. Yeah, for, Thanks, right, guys. Yes. Awesome. Thanks. So, all right, we're back. It's Sunday morning after round four. That's come 2023. We got Marshall Temple. I was. I'm always concerned that I'm going to say the wrong Marshall's name. Brother, mm-hmm. Matthew or Matthew. Matthew. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then playing you have Mike, who's the one. Yeah, that... Matthew's. Yes, yeah, Abyssal's. Mark is Ogres, and I'm undead. All right, right on. I like that your all name. You have four. You have three brothers, and you're all start with them. We're all M's because my parents wanted uh, to torture people, I guess, and us. Yeah, it's been fun. Absolutely. And then obviously Tim Lonis doesn't know. Doesn't need a. An introduction. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yes, I say that too much. I just. But uh, so, so I actually met someone the other day, Robin. He said, "Oh, you're the rat guy." Who said that? Eric Trowbridge. Oh, that's funny. Okay. You're the rat and slave guy because we talk about you all the time because there's only like two of you in the country. Yeah. You and Adam Ortal are the only ones that I know of that are playing. I don't know who wants to start, but kind of give us a wrap of kind of how your weekend's been going, Marshall. You know, sir? I mean, day one was rough. Uh, every single game was down to a few dice rolls win to lose. Game three was literally a dice roll. So, it's been good. All great matches, all great people. Yeah, day one was rough for me. Three losses. Today, a little better, but I played my brother. You played Mark? I played Mark, yeah. Did you beat him up pretty bad? I, yeah, I tabled him. How many wins are you on? Uh, one win. And how many losses? Three. I'm on one win and a draw. Oh, so it, it, could, it could happen. It's a possibility. And then you can beat me back up for uh, our, our right. engagement at Michigan GT. But I believe Matt is at one win, one draw. Oh, so. I would love to play Matt. Now, I don't really want to play Matt because he's got Abyss, right? Yeah. And he would just shoot me off the table because I have a bunch of defense for it. But it's still going to be a fun game. It's true. Yeah, it would yeah. be fun. So did you play older brother or younger brother? Older brother. I'm the youngest. Oh, so you got to beat up on the big brother. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nice. You got to like that. I, I don't get to do it often, but he hasn't played in a year uh, well, uh, yeah, a year now, and it's a new army, and 
Uh, I hear excuses. We don't do excuses. We do results. <laughs> so you gave him the, the school of hard knocks. Right? Yes, I did. Uh, as he described it, it looked like Lord of the Rings when the ghost army comes in. <laughs> uh, we reenacted the scene where the elephant gets run over since his That's mammoth. Uh, fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. It was, it was great. Well, he's got a pretty army, and we need to keep encouraging people to keep oh, yeah. put in the effort. It's a great army. Well, I, I've got to te- we're going to try to teach him how to dry brush. That will help a lot with his army because he he, has, he doesn't know how yet. I mean, he's newer to the, the paint side of it, so. Well, I mean, I think of only this is only his second GD. Mm-hmm. Mm. Third, third. I know he was in Kansas City at one point, or the KCGT. All right. Um, winter GT in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Kings of Winter. Kings of Winter. That's it. Kings of Winter. That's Kings of Winter. And then uh, up to the, no, this would be before then because he was at an indie storm before COVID. That's where I met him. Yeah. He was playing your brother's okay. Kingdoms of Men list. So yeah. over to Tim, how's your weekend been going? Real good, Rob. Yeah. Game one, actually, uh, Grace beat up on me a little bit. It came down to a, if there was a turn seven, I could pull out a win. But, you know, the dice were not in my mm-hmm. favor that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, game two, I whooped up on your brother here a little bit. Uh, the uh, Biss just didn't take the day. And then we had the rat off, me and uh, Tyler Schultz, which... Anytime I play Tyler, it's a great game. Had some <laughs> crazy shenanigans ensued. Uh, don't think I left him with much on the table. My favorite moment was when I, uh, out of my wayworm, my Tunnel Runner regiment, so I popped them intentionally just so my other Tunnel Runner could get a charge. That was a lot of fun. Ooh, that's amazing. And then I got, uh, yeah, my dreaded elf matchup round four. Yeah, so I, I just, you have how many wins? Two? Uh, two, yeah, two and two right now. Oh, because you were two and one. That's why you had to play Keith. Yeah. Okay. Because I think Keith lost his first game and then won his next. Yeah. His next three at this point. Yep. So I I helped Keith get back up. Well, you trampoline him a little bit, right? He's yeah. He's tall though. Mm-hmm. He needs an extra wide trampoline. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you pick up this weekend? You buy anything good? Anything cool? Uh, I probably bought too much. Yeah. Yeah. I picked oh. up the uh, Armada Varinger fleet. I mean, I figure play two games of Armada. I need more fleets. Uh, just went back down to the Mantic booth, picked up some uh, Asterian Spectre Blade Masters, their cyborg units. Really jumping into Firefight pretty heavy. That's about it. Some paint, maybe. Any good paint? Like a new paint range you're trying out? or uh, I'm actually trying out some of the AK diorama. Yeah, oh. the mm-hmm. diorama paints. Um, figure I'll give them a shot. I've been looking at them for a while. Hmm. Everybody's talking about the Monument Hobbies Pro, 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 pro what is it called? Pro Acryl. Pro Acryl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one everybody keeps talking about. But it's hard. Like, once you have, like, this is the paint I'm used to, it's like it's hard to yeah. transition away from that. I, I find anymore, I just don't have time for, you know, all the really advanced paint techniques. I'm pro- Zenithal Prime, contrast right. paint. That's exactly. about where my am at. <laughs> exactly. How about you, Marshall? What did you pick up this weekend? Besides, so Armada, Fleets, uh, or the, the cards for the Kingdom's Men, uh, the rule book, so I, I actually have a copy. Then some of uh, the uh, standard bearers on uh, Cav. So that way I can kind of, you know, play around a little bit with uh, some, some leadership options. And then um, I just now picked up Goblins for Death Packs. And you grabbed the ambush box, right? No, no. I just grabbed. Uh, they were selling sprues because oh, they needed better. more. Uh, even better. That was a good deal. Yeah, that was a great $5 deal. Sprues. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, I bought a ten dollars sprue because it's double. Yeah, it's halflings. I got five cavalry and ten infantry for mm-hmm. ten dollars. That's but a great deal. I was like, I, they only had two sets. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. And I did the goblins that were in two, so I've got plenty of goblins for death packs, exactly. so they can roam the halls of my dungeons. Exactly. So, well, that's awesome. You guys, I mean, I'm assuming you guys are having a good time. You're still here. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
What's next? 100%. What's next for you, tournament-wise? Uh, for me, it'll probably be Bug Eater. Well, you got to get ready for the big Masters. show. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, Tim. What is going on in your head? What's next? Like you always talking about widgets and ideas. I know you got like five or six things. What's the next cool thing you're going to work on? Uh, well, so I think we've already talked about it. My dead zone fold flat Absolutely. train is going to be the absolute next big thing. Got some enhancements to the widget set. Uh, I'm working on. I'm working on some. Um, well, I've I've got it kicking around in here and got to quite figure out how to do it. But I'm working on some, um, like flat area terrain. Uh, kind of like the the neoprene laydown stuff, and then also some more fold flat, larger buildings, um, and then kind of out of that space, moving over to, of course, because I get, I like to have seven jobs at a time. <laughs> um, moving over to my software side, just enhancements to that tournament app, trying to really get it it running smooth. We're down to a point now. I mean, it, we used it at an event a couple weeks ago, and there was one minor issue. Um, where it was a connectivity problem. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's getting super stable. Well, it's, we're using it at Best of the Rest. Yep, using it at Masters, Masters, using it Best of the Rest. That's going to be like the, the I mean, I guess it's no longer going to be beta at that point. Just about, yep. Yeah. Very nice. What about you, Marshall? Are you going to a, a, any uh, other events? Uh, I might be able to go to Best of the Rest. We'll, we'll, we'll see how things Matt, go. I'm sure Matt wants to go. He wants to go. So I'm. So you're going to be the encouragement that he I'm, needs. I'm going to try to, but I'm also got to make certain that, you know, financially everything lines up. So, But uh, after that, I think it's, what, Michigan's the next one after? Michigan GT. That's yeah. like late September, early late October, September. maybe, something like that. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what all is next on the schedule. It's been a while since I've looked... You guys need summer. to run one. That's what Matt needs to run a GT. We, we've talked about trying to do one in the summertime because we're both teachers, so like you know, off. summer off and. Let's talk about that for a minute. There's always been a discussion about the Masters. It used to be in February. The committee moved it to July mm -hmm. for the exact same, you know, exactly. What you, so talk about that. I mean, now that it's in July, you could potentially make it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's that's one reason why we're thinking about it. And it's what Omaha this year. Omaha. Nebraska, right. yeah. Hometown. Oh, nice. Omaha, I can't do it. But well, yeah. I, I guess I have relatives nearby Omaha, so we're, we're talking about, you know, possibly going up, visiting them, and then yeah. going to the best of the rest. If you're considering going to best of the rest, go to tabletopscore.com, register, find best of the rest, sign up. Uh, you can drop later, that's fine, but definitely it gives us a chance to know how many people are coming and start planning for everything. Oh, definitely. You know, maybe let's talk about the software, because we didn't, that's one thing we didn't really talk about yeah. this week, right? Or this Not week. a lot. Yep. So, we talked a lot about the widgets and all the cool stuff, but the software, we did a live stream with you guys, gosh, two months ago. That's about right. Two, but Sam's are open for best of the rest. Walk us through the software. I mean, it's it does, it literally does everything. You could, <laughs> if you're a TO, and you're like, I need the most flexible tool. Yeah, I mean, realistically, as a TO, um, you know, you got all the easy create your event and you can tell it everything you want to know about your event, how many rounds, what scenarios you're playing, how many players, how many tables. Super configurable there. Uh, I do have four or five pre-built, well, no, three probably pre-built scoring systems. So, you know, like... Uh, Blackjack, Northern Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are built in. So when you start an event, you can just find one of those, copy their scoring system into your event. You don't have to worry about setting any of that up. If you've got your own special scoring system you want to use, whatever information you want to collect, you create a form, you collect the information, it's entirely up to you. You can then publish your scoring system so any other event can find it and use yours. And then it's just a matter of players sign up and you just hit go. 
you know, really. I mean, that's it. As a TO, hit go. Um, well, technically, it's random pairings and then go. Players will get a text, an email, tell them who their, who their opponent is, what their list is, where they're playing, what the scenario is. They get a submit, and it just does all the work for the TO. Exactly. At that point, I mean... We've run events here in Omaha where we're TOing it on a phone or iPad, and it's and great. you can play if you wanted to. You could, it's, it's yeah, realistically. Mm-hmm. But it, it lets the TO get out, mingle with the guys, see what's going on, answer rule questions. Not that we have a lot of that, um, right. but but it definitely lets them be part of the event, not stuck behind a desk typing in paper, right? Well, I think, too, it probably lets you – paperless, it, it's the probably the only tool right now – you could be paperless with because it even does uh, sports scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you want to ask questions and pick a player, you know, it, it literally does everything. Anything you, any question you could ask on a piece of paper, you can you can, you can read ask the form the in the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you can wait. Yeah, absolutely. Wait the questions, give them whatever value you want. It'll calculate. The we did March hair just a couple weeks back, and that was the first event I'd been to where the event ended, and it was like. Five minutes, ten minutes tops. We were handing out awards. We were done. Wow! Oh, and it'll yeah. That's the new one of the newest features. You can tell the event what awards you have and how to assign them. So, top player gets this award, but then he can't get these other two awards. It'll it'll do that. So then you just say calculate awards, and it says here's who gets your awards. That's cool. It's amazing. It takes all the work out of being a TO. Mm-hmm. Now, Go ahead. to say that, there's a lot of upfront work the TO has to do well, I was to make sure say, it works. It, it's, it is, it's a toolbox. Yes. And, and if you don't want to be a carpenter, yeah. right? Because you do have to, I mean, I guess if you just want to play Northern Kings or something, it's a little easier. But if you're going to have soft scores, you're going to have to invest some time into to that process. But I think what happens is if the TO can put in some time, it makes the running of the event and the the burden on the player a lot easier. Like you're not calculating. There's no attrition table. No. You just tell them how much you kill and what they kill, and it does all the math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I killed 500 points and I I won. Or if you're Travis, you win and kill nothing. <laughs> it's amazing. Did you, have you figured out how, or maybe you haven't added this yet, so that we can avoid having people play on the same table multiple times? Uh, yeah. So. Um, See, there's a problem, and he already yep. fixed it. Of course I did, yeah. No, so it will block, it will attempt to block people from playing on the same table. Uh, it runs down the list until it can no longer So it's like a built-in thing, it just doesn't want to do that. Yep. It, there, it, there is a potential that it gets to a point where, like, everybody's playing on it's all like the tables. It's like clubs or anything else, Sorry. right? Any other big enhancements coming to the, I mean, or is it is it ready for prime time? Uh, I figure probably after Best of the Rest and Masters, yeah, that's about as ready as it's going to get. Now, there absolutely are enhancements that are coming. One of the things I really want to build into it, it's complicated, and I'm not quite decided how I can do it. Right. But I want to build the ability to have hierarchies. So think about you have someone that creates the U.S. Masters, and then you have someone that creates their local region and someone right. that creates their mm-hmm. clubs, and everything can join a parent hierarchy. So build, like... Master scoring. Yes, and mm-hmm. then masters can say this is how we score, and the next level down says this is how we map to master scoring, and the club says this is how we map to the event scoring, et cetera, et cetera. So then, that would just be awesome. constantly, you always know what your rankings at. It's not Kings of War specific. The the 
software will you could it doesn't run it. care yeah, you could run it kings of war armada a firefight <clears throat> baseball it doesn't mm -hmm. matter any event you want to run <laughs> i mean you're because you're defining the scoring that's right mm -hmm. it doesn't care what game you're playing exactly and, and, and if you were doing an event where you had armada feeding into you, you could literally probably could have multiple game systems you could tie together in a narrative oh yeah Can't that be. would be really cool well what's going to happen for game five <clears throat> you're one in three no Two and two. Oh, two and you're two about right me, now. so I can't play him. But maybe I'll play Matt. <laughs> yeah. And you're one in three. Uh, yeah, I'm one and three. So who knows? So two and three is the two and three, and three and two is what your expectations are. I hope so. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the goal. If I can avoid elves, round five, I think I got a pretty good. There's chance. not. Is there that many? I mean, there's. No, I think it was Jason just Burr and Keith, right? Jason Burr and Keith. And then I, I guess think if you I'm count, good. If you count, well, if you count the Twilight Candles. Well, I don't know how Jason Burr did in his game, but if he gets his teeth kicked in, I'm probably playing Jason because we were right there. That's unfortunate. Yeah, if I go, if well, I go back to back Well, unfortunately, he's a good else, guy. He's nice. He's a great guy. Oh, I always have a good time playing Jason. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Chatting. Absolutely. It was awesome. Thanks, Thank Rob. you. We're after round two. Just getting Round four. Day two. So we're day two. Where, where, what state are we even in, Rob? Know, but, well, tired state. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're out of state. But, yeah, we're on day two of Adeptic Clash 2023 on Sunday after round four. But closer to game five. It should be kicking off soon. There's one game still going. Yeah. How'd you do? I won. So you're 4-0? 3-0-1. So you have a draw. I have a draw. Dude, you're making the Rogers look good, man. Dude, Siege Breakers, man. They're just like smash face. Berserker Braves are so good, So what too. you're saying is it's like easy mode. No, I mean, I've had, I've had uh, this tournament, I've had consistent or above consistent dice the entire tournament. Mm -hmm. I haven't had any of those snake eyes that are like, <clears throat> oh, well, that's it. I lose this unit. When I needed a turn seven or not got a turn seven, I've, it, I've gone it. But man, ogres are the fact that warlocks, your casters have the ogre heroes having unit strength, and they inspire. They're just so good. This is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, but it's been a fun army to play. Thanks again for letting. Oh yeah, for, happy for, to do it. It's a fun it army. I mean, I think also it's if you get things to go your way, it's, it, you can really be rolling downhill. You can, yeah, yeah. The momentum in that army once it swings in your way, mm -hmm. and you start punching some face, exactly. you punch face real so, fast. So in this last one, you got Chris. Yes. So who did you draw against? Stevie. Oh, Steve Stevie Malone. Malone. Steve yeah. Malone, right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I played Corey Reynolds. Uh, did you learn today? I, le I learned a lot. <laughs> I mean, really, I just, you know what? This is only game number. I mean, you haven't even played the army that much. I've never played the army until yeah. I showed up this weekend. Uh -huh. So I, this is the fourth, that was the fourth that, of that list. Yeah. I played three games in the doubles, but it's a different list. Yeah. Uh, so I just did what I think I should do. And then at the end, we, we talked about it. And, mm. you know, I, that's a list that doesn't have a lot of chaff. But you got to be more careful because like I have a bunch of hammers, right? Yeah, you have and a lot get, of hammers. And if he gets yeah. into my stuff, it's like, yeah, the hammers die quick. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, because your tyrants are defense four, right? right? So they punch hard, but they they die. Right, but Corey has, uh, or Corey has uh, forces of the abyss. Uh -huh. So he's got a lot of shooting. He's yeah. got well, not a lot, but he's got enough shooting to do some damage right? against defense four. Yeah, he's got two two regiments of the flame uh, bearers. Flame bearers, yeah. And then he's got a bunch of lightning bolt. And so he was, you know, he's able to potentially whittle them down. Now, to be fair, I have a lot of. It turns out, if you think about it, I have a lot of shooting too. Yeah, I have two regiments of Ember Spites, two Lachilodons, two Skylords, and a regiment and a horde of Scorchwings. So yeah, so, so that's not a small amount either. No, it's not a small amount, but. He's got a lot of like reach out and touch you stuff. So yeah, your stuff's more. The amber sprites are shoot twelve, right? Yeah, so. and the and the shamble. Yeah. So they only move six. So I might actually 
I'm not sure yet. I might. I'm not 100% sure yet. But I, what I'm thinking is, I, 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 well, I think what I need to do in the future when I'm planning an arm like that, I just need to punch. Yeah. And what I mean by that is just stay close together. Not so close that a unit of um, tortured souls can fly in and not in and lock down two units. You got to you got to make them at least. Yes. If they has yeah. chaff, he needs to you know because to your point or what he was telling me, it's a, it's a good point. I have stuff to kill his chaff, right? The killadons and stuff. They'll shoot the chaff off, which means he'll he'll have less chaff to work with. But I can't let him two for one me. Yeah. One piece of chaff. Now you've locked up two units. And I think what Rob was describing, and this is a mistake. Newer players make maybe oh and, and experience like me yeah where you deploy your units too close together so if I charge you with chaff that's wider than one unit I'm now blocking or two units if I have in this exact exact example I have a, a horde of rhinosaur cavalry up ahead yeah and then I have two hordes of tyrants but they're not close enough to the back of the rhinosaurs he was able to fly over and, and drop land. in between and just land yeah, and just be in front go, of you like i and you would think i would know how to do this i do that with scouts all the time goblin scouts that i'm yeah. not like i don't want to charge you i want to put them right in the middle and make and you just block two, everything two units yeah. yeah so it was a great i mean Corey's amazing right oh i mean what, you know he's top best player one of the best players in the country you know and i so as randy would say i did learn today awesome so you guys had a fun game oh, though it, and, yeah. and it was over like I told you, I, you know what? I'm gonna start calling Corey Novocaine. Novocaine. It's, pain, it's painless. painless. It's painless. He just makes it feel real good. He just yeah. he just like rubs you no on the pain. back. He tips you back in the chair, and yeah. then you're just you're uh -huh. just out. And then you're just out. Gives you some of that laughing gas. It's got me thinking about the list itself because. Um, yeah. So what's your thoughts now? Since you hadn't played it, you just hobbied it up. Is there anything you want to add or change? Yeah. I or? mean, I, I played the first game against Kyle, and I struggled. I mean, I'll, honestly, I shouldn't even had one win. It was dice that, that got me the win. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh, because I have hammers, but I am struggling to deliver them. Or yeah. the flip side is I don't have enough heal or resilience to keep the hammers alive. Tyrants, man, they just <laughs> shoot them, shoot the tyrants, shoot the tyrants, you know, because uh, defense four. Do you have a phoenix in your I do, but he's only got heal five. Okay. So yeah. may, maybe, oh, here's the here's the rub. Yeah. What is it, 135 points for a phoenix? And then maybe double phoenix? Double phoenix, and or maybe one of them needs to be the bigger one. Oh, because the, the, the radiance The one? radiance of life sounds yeah. good. I mean, I got cloaked to death in this one. He's like, boom, 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 yeah. four units. So maybe upgrade the one phoenix you have to the, the papa phoenix? Maybe, but then, I, but then I used to lose the nimble, right? And that's yeah. just such a big thing to me. Yeah. So I wonder, I do wonder. Uh, well, I mean, you have a beautiful... You have your theme. You have your. So now that you've done this, what's your? Are you gonna keep adding to this? Oh yes, I have. I have, fire, I have fire elementals. Okay, so you have some stuff that you're gonna be. Working I have on fire elementals. Uh, I have greater fire elementals, uh, dude. I have. A, I have ideas for a slasher that I've already started. Right. What do you think of that? The guy on the what is it like the pale rider, dude? Oh, Rakas. Yeah. What do you think about that guy? Uh, maybe I need to convert him up. Uh huh. I also like Commodon. So what would I do for that? Commandons are an interesting unit as well because it's got the indirect fire, you know, the shooting sure. like, uh, sort of artillery, but he's a monster. And people pointed out too, you have more tools than you think. Like, for example, somebody pointed out, well, this war engine, maybe the Phoenix could have taken that because that's nine attacks on threes, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still learning. Like, I, I have these bag of tools, but I'm not sure yet. Like, I have a bag of hammers and I'm treating everything like a nail. Sure. Sometimes it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, I mean, so the first game, I, I barely got by Kyle Ritchie and his ogres, and then I got completely eviscerated by Chris DeGroh, who, who just beat Anna Ballard. So it's a big win, dude. Yeah. I mean, so, so it makes me feel better. I told him it makes yeah. me feel better about my life because yeah. uh, he, 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 he crushed me hard. Uh, and then in game three, I drew against Grace Patterson. Again, Night Stalkers, 
not I, I don't know what to do against two legions of bloodworms. Yeah. I mean, I don't ha- I mean, I have hammers, but yeah. three of my hammers are not taken not, two of hammers. Well, she's not stupid enough to le- let me get a bunch of hammers into it. You know, and then in this last game, Corey just he, he, yeah. he, he, he taught me a few lessons. So mm-hmm. I, I think what I want to do is I need to keep playing the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll learn, you know, and I'll learn and I'll learn and I'll learn. But then I think I do I do have a horde of ceremonial guard that I want to paint. I mean, it's a, it's an art. See, so anyways. the horde of Samaria, Samaria, uh, uh, Samaria, Samar- ceremonial, ceremonial guard, guard that would give you one durable as hell. Like I'm gonna stick this in the middle, or it's gonna cut off. You know, I think that is a really great unit. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. I'll yeah. probably do that next. Okay. Um, but I got to think about the basing because it needs to integrate, and I have a space in the front of the display board. So could so- you here? You have your city, right? Mm-hmm. Could you have another display board that is the river in well, front of what the I'm city? Sa- this is what I'm saying. <laughs> and somebody said, well, why don't you cut their feet off and have them in the water? Yeah. Which, I, maybe. I, I mean, I could because I have enough salamanders yeah. to do that. Or you could put them in and just do the resin pour. Right, like, right, right. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I know uh, Ryan Smith has a uh, an army like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, ceremonial guards are probably next. Because cool. I've already done the riders for the Ryan Star, so I know how I want to paint them. It's it's cool. I love the army. Awesome. Uh, a slasher. Wouldn't mind doing. A, I don't know if the slasher's any good. Probably not. It's, I don't know. Maybe at some point they make Ekatoa. I just have played against Ryan Munsell's salamanders a lot, and ceremonial guard are always really really. Well, defense good. five phalanx is yeah. the, is legit, right? Yeah. And I oh I bought some unblooded. Okay. So I had the metal upgrades, but let's be honest, I'm not doing a hybrid kit with metal. Oh, forget Sorry. that noise. So, yeah. But I do have a bunch of the resin ones now that I bought from Magic Direct. Okay, cool. And so I've got enough for that because, you know, Kat Royer, even though she lives in Tyrant Town. Welcome to Tyrant Town. She, she rocks those unblooded. So I think that's maybe what I'll try next. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Does she play Salamanders? She's a Salamander player. Well, you, you, don't, you don't listen to our show? Oh, I haven't listened to that, the Army Review. Yet. What? It's on my That's listen. like six months ago, dude. I know. I missed that one. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. sorry, Kat. Dylan would also be upset with you. And, Br- and Brian uh, yeah. Oh, so he's on that too? Yeah, Dylan Scribner. Okay. He, gives me, he gave me the best line ever. He goes, It's really good. And it sounds just like Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. Like, I... Oh yeah, he's he, he's from that neck of the woods. He's right? literally from the Little Rock general yeah. area. Okay, it's I, it's real good, yeah. yeah. And it was just so hilarious. <laughs> so we'll, you'll be hearing that clip in the show. Awesome. But uh, what'd you purchase? Uh, well, we talked about that already, didn't we? Yeah, the only thing I got since maybe we did you we, use your twenty dollar voucher? At this? I did. I got a the GCPS starter strike strike team. No, I bought that. Uh, I got the Dead Zone pack that comes with the monocycle. And a couple of the... Um, I have monocycles, and they are, like, the coolest models. Yeah, because I want to do one where it's... Uh, I want to put it, like, uh, do some basing where it's, like, off-kilter, and the person's like, has their arm out, so they're, like, doing the monocycle, like, around. I want to do some, like, cool... Uh, Dynamic poses. Di- some, some, see if I can't do some cool conversions or poses with this. Man, those. it'd be really cool, too. I just... If you had somebody getting shot and they're coming off the motorcycle, that's oh. what I'm saying. I think you could do some some cool stuff with like your biker gang, you know, your yeah. motorcycle. Man, you could make like your own version of the dreadnoughts, and they yeah. could have chains. And that's what I've <laughs> see. That's what I say. <laughs> the, the sky's the limit. It really it's, is. This is a limit. Dream, dream it, believe it. It's limit. Follow your dreams. Yeah, that's oh, been a great Boys time. I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I, I just doesn't matter at this point. I'm, I'm playing for bottom table, so yeah. with one win and a draw. And there's a lot of cool that guys. That could be a lot bottom. of fun. Game That's five a fun when pool. you're not when you're not stressed. Oh, and you can just sit back I, and as have soon a blast. as Corey goes, I was like, yes. Yeah. Number one, I knew he's yeah. gonna he's gonna make this. Like I said, his new name is Novocaine. Yeah, but you're gonna learn. That's how you get better. I mean, yeah. we, and that's been a narrative this trip well, in a lot of conversations. I think, I think in, in that game in particular, 
I didn't do a very good job of keeping my army together. Uh-huh. I didn't kind of half-ass play like ogres. In ogres, I, I would have bunched up and just push, push and just forward. Push forward yeah. And with defense six, you can kind of do that. This one, I needed to keep a, maybe a little bit more. I had I had the bulk of the army on one flank, and then on another flank, I had a little too much. Yeah. And so, you know, he was able to fly in and just pick stuff off. Ching, ching, yeah. Ching, ching. Surgical, uh, you know. Sur- I mean, I still got a, like a point or, or two. Uh, I got a point. So I got six in that game. I mean, I killed a few things, but not much. Um. D- did you get any last-minute stuff today? I bought another box of Varanger Fleet. For okay. Modern. I had to use a $20 gift card, so it's like yeah. a $20 thing from the MNT night. So I bought another booster box, yeah. thinking, well, you know, you probably need more of the smaller ships. I wanted to get another pack of the Firefight Command Dice, but they were sold out. Well, I wanted to get a Neoprene mat for another uh-huh. Neoprene mat for Dead for, they, for Armada. For, but the, they're, they're all they gone. They're they don't gone. have any. They, it is like, <laughs> we'll have to get Pat on at the end. It is. I'm, Picked over. Yeah, man. Like, I'm curious it, to, to see how they did because when I went down there, there was not there was not a lot. And I I bought another campfire mug with Mantic. That's going to be my new paint cups. So I got uh-huh. two of those. I'm excited about that. I was thinking about it. I need to get like a stream set up at my paint station, and I think I want to start streaming. Okay. Just be like, hey, let's just paint. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like cool. it'd just be fun just to to share, or even if we're just doing it on Discord. Uh-huh. So I told Christian that I would definitely be joining them on After Dark. So I'm gonna start making it a habit. Yeah. Well, After Dark's been like. Well, my next my next project that has become its own Empire thing Dust. Now. I'm gonna do a 750 list. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I might maybe I'll do the ogres first because those will be easy because I know how to paint. But with the newer models, I'm doing desert basing for both. Okay, I'm gonna do a desert themed table. That's what I'm thinking. What do cool. you think? I think that sounds good. Or do you, you have another cool. you have another suggestion? No, I think that would be cool. And then that that also would be good for like the sands of Amun vibe. Well, that's what I'm trying. That yeah, it's the name of the box set, right? Yeah, because that's yeah. what comes in the box set, right? So I think that would be cool. And then that would be good too for I mean, not that you need it, but. I'm thinking for like running demos or whatever. Well, that's the whole point. Is to okay. have two 750 point armies because in that stands a box, stands of a moon box, you can get 750 of ogres. Yeah, and you can you can get I forget the exact number, 600 something like that in 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 uh, skeletons and in, in empire dust. I've, I'm going to add a regiment of chariots. Yeah, and that gets me to 755. So I'm like that's close enough, dude. And uh, that's if I take the pharaoh. As the Pharaoh and not like some other character. Sure. Because the Pharaoh is an expensive dude. He is expensive, yeah. So I bought, they have the they had the sprues at the Mantic booth, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought a bunch of sprues, of, I mean, a bunch. I bought maybe 10 more horse and 20 more infantry. So I could just, I, I have more options now. The, the ogres are set. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I have more options with uh, the Empire of Dust Army. So what is the, the Sands of the Moon comes with, um, is it the, the Ogre Warriors? Yeah, they're just plastic ogre sprues. Okay, because the new plastic sprue can make warriors and boomers and boomers. So I think I think I've, I don't have the list in front of me, but it's like I'm doing because regiments only, right? In, did they redo this? Is it still? How, did they? What did they do for newer siege breakers? Siege breakers, it's the same resin upgrade kit, and it fits on the exist on the Got new it. bodies. Okay, so it's the same. I mean, it's it's arm. It's an arm. It's two arms, right? One with a shield and one with a weapon. Yeah, and a head, okay. and they fit on the new kit. Got it. Okay. So, and that's my point. Like, I I have enough old re, old ogre stuff. Uh-huh. If I well, let's be frank. Do I need to add any more? I, I think I have enough ogres at this point. I don't. But need it would just be if you wanted a more updated. Well, newer what model. I mean is, and I, you'd be, you've grown be, as a painter too, yeah, it'd be, right? It'd be a new thing though. Yeah, it it's not. Like it's new, not like it's. Yeah. I might use the old stock just to get by, but at some point, it, but I don't. Yeah. You know what? It's for me. It's like. My Tomb King army in fantasy. It's like at some point you're just like, I'm done playing Tomb Kings, bro. Yeah, you want to you want to do something different. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about Basalia trademark. You know, I've I've done it enough that I'm until that army is has some design changes. 
I've kind of like it is what it is, and I don't really have a desire and I don't, to play it anymore. I don't. The Salamanders. I, I gotta. I still have to find. Is that my like love army? Yeah. I mean, the, the hobby is hobby yeah. is, but the actual play style. I'm still like. Okay. Am I? Am I? In love that with? is another thing, right? Ideally, you want to find an army that you love the aesthetic and also fits your. Well, I, you I almost thought wise. about maybe I do halflings and do them like I play goblins. So for those who don't want to play goblins, uh-huh. I play an army that doesn't can't kill anything, but I want to just tie you up the whole game. So it's like sixteen troops of flea bag riders, yeah. right? Maybe I could do something similar. Got it. I don't know. Yeah, halflings are interesting. That's another really great mantic range that I would love to do. Man. I really love maybe w- via the STLs or whatever. Uh, I love the. Uh, Either the stalwarts are the the juggers, the halflings that have like the heavy armor that have like the uh, tower helms. So, all right, let's let's spitball this. What would we? What would be a theme? Now, you could totally do a shire, right? You could. No, I would want to do like uh, do Bretonia, but with halflings. So, so like French halflings. It's funny. Uh-huh. It reminds me. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. But Johnny Hastings from Pot- Point Hammer a long time yeah. ago did a Bretonian army with orcs. And he had the sh- the chivalry and all that. Yes. But that would be hilarious. I want to do a chivalry heavy half. What about a Monty army. Python, Holy Grail? Yeah, you could do some funny stuff. But I would want to do like the men at all, like straight up medieval. So it would be like I'd make my own halfling uh, dukedom. And it would be like uh, everyone would have French names. And so I think that would be a super fun the- army. <laughs> The Duke of Croissant. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. This is the Dukedom of Croissant. That's yeah, hilarious. we are buttery and fluffy, and we are, are yummy. Because, one, uh, that would... Uh, I always try to think about, Rob, I don't know if you're the same way, when you're yeah. thinking about a new project or, or thing, you're thinking about, well, what hobby element can I expand on or do like for for this you've thought a lot about dynamic basing and display board i would like to get more into freehand yeah I, so like a, with, a bretonia chivalric yeah. you know yeah, where you're, where yeah. you're doing freehand's her, fun her, I, like a ba- like the ogres i have some freehand on the banners and stuff yeah that's one of the things you got to find the palette yeah. the place to put it yeah. and not all armies have like yeah. but you're right i mean uh my kingdoms of men has a lot of banners and stuff with freehand like uh, i've been using rice paper and you yeah. paint the banners and it's like that's a whole different skill set, and it's it scratches a different itch. And I was thinking you could do like one unit would be like the Lady of the Lake, but it would be like a girl, a girl halfling, what if, like all chubby and beautiful. Yeah, I'm. I'm so I think there's some cool. There's, there's some cool ideas there's there. Some stuff I gotta there figure it out. Do. I just, I, I mean, I could just go. Oh, I'm just gonna do a, a hill with a bunch of, because the, I have the resin from from the Kings of Halfmen, right? Yeah. And I have the STL files, so I could print the. The, the halfling house faces. I'm also wondering in my mind too, like this. So what I did with this with this with this salamander army, I, I'll probably build a table like that at some point with those buildings because they went they painted so quick. Yeah. That I might just do some more of them just to have a table, you know, like a, a desert table, but it's more uh, Middle Eastern. Yeah. River on the edge of a river city. Yeah. But if I'm doing halflings, I would want to do the same thing. I. I Maybe it's not verdant green, right? Maybe it's maybe it's so my kings of half been are in the mountains, but maybe it's a fall. Yeah. Maybe oh, maybe it's about the harvest. Yeah. It's a bountiful yeah. harvest. And you could do a lot of warm colors, like yeah. reds and oranges yeah. and uh, yellows. Exactly. And oh, I that's up my alley because I just took a class on color theory, and okay. I'm like, I'm all about like now. I'm all like 
how do I experiment? This dude, I have notes. I never had a class before where I took notes. And I have like I was like, I didn't have any paper, so I'm yeah. like writing it down. I found with hobby and stuff, it's like what you put in is what you get out. Right. You know, you can get better at hobby and you may not ever be able to like paint. Well, you get, to the, you get to the 80% line, right? But you can learn some techniques and get to a point to where what you're doing is solid. Right. Um, it's like just like gaming, though. Okay, you, you I'm get to, he's he's putting posting. the... All right. Okay, well, we're about... They're just posting for round... Good luck, Final round. Friend. Okay, we'll be back. End of round five. We've got the top table. we got Krista Grow and we got Travis Chim. And I noticed I didn't call you Trim this time. Yeah, first tournament ever. First tournament ever. You guys were going in undefeated. Uh, what was in your list? Uh, I had Northern Alliance. I had five troops of uh, Dwarf Clansmen, four Huskarl regiments, uh, Harim, Lord on Frostfang with Pipes of Terror, two regiments of Tundra Wolves, one with uh, Helm of the Drunken Ram, and the other with um, Jesse's Boots. Uh, Regiment of Snow Foxes and the Thane with the Rally, the rally Banner. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Chris, over to you. What was in your list? I know you're playing EOD. Two hordes of Enslaved Guardians, a horde of Enslaved Guardian Archers, uh, the Soul Snare, Monolith, Shobik. Um, well, I, I've got re-animated. to play that list. It, it abused me. Yeah. It, it, it wrecked my face. Definitely. Uh, it hit me to Behemoth. Uh, Revenant Champion with Surge 5 on a steed and the uh, a Pharaoh with Wings of Honey Maze, Host Shadow Beast 3, and Surge 8. And I think that's everyone. We're playing Dominate this oh, time. Flying Worm. Sorry. Yeah, and flying. we're playing Dominate. So, Travis, what were you thinking? Dominate against that list? Uh, I just jammed the middle, put all the unit strength where I can. I mean, that was the play. Get it in there and fight it out. And then how about you, Chris? What were, what were your thoughts going into the game knowing you're playing that, that list? Have you played a list like that before? I have not, but I had heard about it, and I figured I had to remove... I had to delay him somewhere mm-hmm. uh, and remove parts of his army. And, I mean, he wound up with more unit strength in the center. He had two less unit strength in the center than in my entire army at the end of the game. Just, right. I couldn't chew through it fast enough. Well, that's... I mean, I mean, I don't know. One of you guys want to give a recap, maybe Travis, and then we'll let Chris chime in in terms of the game, how it went. Um, I got to choose table side, which was pretty big. Um, I picked a side where I had a building that I could anchor my right flank, and then everything basically just went from there. Um, like a swinging door. Yeah, the, right off the- it was kind of what the idea was for my side. Um, and as we were deploying, I noticed, you know, he put his shooting out on the forest on my right, his left. Um, giving him clear line of sight to my my infantry, but you know, in my mind, he's not shooting my defense four and killing my speed. So, I put them as far away from those guys as possible, um, and to counter his flyer and his other speed and the chariots, because um, the chariots in his list have are unit strike four with the legion, and I was like, those can't get to the center. Those get to the center, I'm screwed. So I was trying to find a way to delay those as much as possible from the very beginning. Um, which he succeeded at. Which I, yeah, which ended up working, but that was that was my main goal. And then I was just going to push the Huskarls up to the center and, you know, fight his two enslaved guardian hordes and Shobik and hope and the, um, oh, behemoth, the reanimated behemoth and the flying lord character guy was what I was anticipating to have to fight all the Huskarls and dwarves. Um, and that's kind of how it ended up happening in a way. Pretty much. But. My first two turns, he was just picking off stuff, putting wounds places on the dwarves, and um, 
the snow foxes, which they were in the um, forest, so that helped keep them alive from the char chariot legion. Um, but it was just, yeah, the first two, three turns for me was just kind of getting up. I think the only real combat there was in the first three turns was the Lord went into the dwarves, um, the honey maze. Otherwise, it was Chris kind of backing up, taking his shots, trying to, you know, create holes. But it's tough because a lot of but your stuff, most of your stuff's D5, yeah, right? most of it's so. all defense five. Yeah. And They're not tyrants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to keep cover where I could. But he ended up not killing that dwarf unit, which ended up delaying that lord because they did a wound back to him, so he couldn't do host shadow beast for an extra turn. But yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of just a stalemate, I would say, for, what, four turns until I fired off? Um, I think it was turn five before we well, engaged, I, started, like, moving to engage in the center. I mean, it was pretty... Right, yeah, in the center. But, I mean, on, on, the, the, on right. the flank, I took... Uh, yeah, in turn four. four, the snow foxes jammed up your chariots. Right. Tundra wolves went into the um, revenant cav right. and failed those. And then Harim double one. The next turn, Harim and the Lord went into the revenant cav, and the tundra wolves went into your flying worm, which was behind the rev cav, off to the side next to the chariots. And I double ones the rev cav because, which was real good for Chris. Yeah the uh, fight with the snow foxes I backed up the chariot legion and I rolled the three which was just enough that my worm was exposed to the charge I was hoping to kind of get that pop over right. hit him from behind but um, yeah that, that my right flank his left flank were that, that was you know me trying to delay him because he had all of his speed and his hitting over there um, I had the worm over there so that kind of held him at bay a little bit and a little bit of shooting mm -hmm. but uh, you know that was delay and I was just trying to punch a hole on my left his right um, punch a hole through the dwarves so I could start killing Huskarls at range um, I did manage to get the behemoth up that building he mentioned that anchoring uh, his right flank my left I managed to get the behemoth up there real fast before he got into charge reach and mm -hmm. just used the building to screen it and that delayed some dwarves delayed a couple units of Huskarls even wound up you know, kill, helping kill a unit of Huskarls uh, later in the game but it just wasn't quite enough I, I yeah, I hadn't delayed on both flanks, but he just pushed up the center with a ton of strength. Right. Yeah, I just made sure all the Huskarls that were alive were in the center and any dwarves left over, and the Lord ended up getting in there at the end, Frostfang Lord. But, but yeah, So was what was the final uh, unit strength in the center? What was it? To what? To what? I think you had 12. I think I had 12, right? Three Huskarls, two dwarves, and the Lord. So three, three, and two, two. Okay. Right, three, yeah, three, three. I thought you had 15. Oh, three, three, one, right. one. Because your, your dwarves are uh, troops, right? Right. Yeah, right. So you had, what, like 11 maybe? Yeah. You had three regiments? 11 or 12. Because I think there was okay. two dwarves left. Um, maybe it was one dwarf, so I had 11. No, I think there were two dwarves left. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm so tired of not remembering. I understand. It's been yeah, a long, it's either, been a long it weekend. It was either 11 or 12. Yeah, you had but like 11 or 12, and I think I had seven. You had, yeah, because uh, you had the one horde, idol, and the monolith in. And then the enslaved guardian archers would have gotten in. Yeah, I, but right. you ended up shooting and wavering my door, my huskarls from charging your enslaved guardian horde. So, right, it was kind of yeah. 
Yeah. Trade off. I know Chris was upset in that. He forgot to move him. We even talked about it the whole time. Like, you know, but. Well, it's one of those things, though, if, you were, if it's obvious you're going to do it, it doesn't affect what already transpired. Well, it, it could have is the, is the thing. I could have charged my Huskarls then because they, they wouldn't have been wavered because the right. damage that the enslaved guardians did right. when shot that the Huskarls could, on a decent roll, pop the horde of enslaved guardians. Right. Which would have, well, yeah. you know, but in the end, it wouldn't have mattered. I still had more unit strength. Right. It would have more mattered for turn seven. Right. And I clocked myself on six. So right. it happens. It happens seven. when you're playing on the top table. It's, it was, and you have a you have a difficult army. You've got to really think about. You're not fast. You're relying on surge to do some of that movement, especially against Huskarls and the like. They're fast. Frostfangs, right? You have the Frostfang Lords. Yeah, the Lord, the Tundra Wolves. Yeah, they're fast. I mean, I have a lot of chaff. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Well, so you ended up 4-1. and one. I did. And you ended up 5-0. and oh. Yes, sir. So, I mean, 4 and one's pretty damn good at Adepticon. Yeah, I'm happy. In this room, uh, yeah. this is probably, the, outside of Masters, this is the toughest room I've ever seen. Um, I mean, when you're when people are playing their third or fourth consolation prize and it's Corey Reynolds, it's like, <laughs> bro, yeah, what's going on here? So did you have a good weekend, Chris? I did. I had a lot of fun. And I know Travis, yeah. you always have fun. Always. Your voice fun. sounds like you had a lot of fun. Were you shouting last night or something? No. No, it was worth the. Where's other the two box days. of cereal? I had the I had the sinus infection at the beginning of the week, so okay. like, this is actually better. Where's the cereal, man? Oh, I had it. Oh, you already ate I, it. I had the mini waste. They were gone by the end of the week, man. Fantastic. Well, awesome. Great job, you guys. It was awesome. Look like uh, next time we need to stream these games, though, don't we? Yeah. Sure. We need to stream. Now, problem is I know internet is really, really difficult here to get. We'll have to talk to uh, Mantic and see if we can get something. You just take a video and then put it. We'll be good. We don't have to. It doesn't have to be a live stream. It could just be. A, you could just a, yeah. download it. We need to, we need to do that. Yeah, you coming to like best of the rest or the masters, maybe? Um, no, nah, I. This is my only qualifier for. As well, as you can still come to best of the rest, and I think yeah, we'll be hosting in Omaha best of the rest during masters. I will at the high school. So yeah, because I know Blake is trying. Blake and uh, Kyle are supposed to be coming down, so it should be fun. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like it'll be a fun time. Yeah, Sixty-four players in a, in a bunch of. I hope we can get over 100, 120. It'd be yeah, great. I mean, that's the goal. That's the goal. That sounds nice. Thanks, guys, and I know we're getting ready to wrap up. So yep. looks like Michael's Thank ready to go. Awesome. Thanks. All right, we're back. We're with the best general. Hi. You were close, man. Keith Randall, four and one, right? Four and one. And you started off with the loss. I so who was the trampoline loss. that bolted uh, you up all the way to the best general? Well, I played Marcelo round one, and he took advantage of a mistake, and there was a that's not, unbelievable because yeah, we should shout out to Marcelo. He was the counter charger. He so was the counter charger. Perfectly my, average. My strength of schedule was um, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then I played Matt Temple. One of the Matt Temple, Temple yeah, so the forces of nature, or forces of the abyss. No, I played, then I played Mark Temple. The orger player. Correct. Yeah, so he's like the one that finished the bottom. So that's why you're, you're, you're shark, the, the Keith Randall sarcasm I, is, is, really, is, is, is very cutting tonight. I, I submarined um, very hard. And then, yeah. uh, let's see, after him, I played Drew Richardson. Absolutely. Uh, Drew Richardson's was, awesome. Yeah, it was a fun time. And then uh, after Drew, I guess this morning, I played Tim Lonis, Reckon Slaves, which was oh, a tough man. matchup for him. Well, I mean, yeah, because you can shoot his stuff before he can get him into Because if he can get in, you start blowing out. stuff up. And, yeah. 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 And then I played Jeremy uh, of Counter Charge fame. Yeah. Playing an army that he plays really well, but only a handful of times. Right. Yeah, to be fair, he played him the out of him, right? Oh, yeah. He was Jeremy. Uh, one loss and a draw on the weekend. So three three wins, one loss, and one draw. 
Can't go wrong with that. Sure. I mean, cheesebreakers are all the rage. And even though they went up, they're still good. So, sure. so did you have sure. a good weekend? Oh, it was a great time. It was a good time. Um, now, how come Tim didn't come with you this year? Just too busy. Yeah, his kids just turned one. And well, you, I just like the fact you're just like, I'm coming solo. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hop on a plane and get up here. See what happens. Exactly. And this is a good room. It's a good room. It was, it was good to see everybody. Uh, normally, I see these guys once a year. It's, it was great to see a lot of these guys. So why don't we give them your list? I mean, we just had you on the Elf Army Review. It was, yeah, it was very, well received. Very similar to the Elf Army Review list. Two Glade Stalker regiments, two regiments of Silver Breeze, Stormwind with the upgrade, and Orb of Towering Presence, which was fun. Two Dracon boards, one with Meet of Madness, one which didn't come into play all weekend, and one with uh, Jesse's Boots, and then the Formation, and then the AC Mage with Boots. Anything in the, I mean, obviously you lost to Marcelo, but anything happened over the, any eventful dice rolls or points in any of the games? Uh, I did, it was like, when I was playing Tim, I had my Dracon Lord sort of ran back to threaten all of his decimators, and then they turned and looked at my Dracon Lord, and he, he went all the way to the other side of the board and came all the way back in six turns, and that's all he did. That's awesome. <laughs> What's next for you? What's the next tournament? I don't know. It's it's probably Kings of Memphis. Yeah, I uh, you you won it last year. I did. And Tim was second or third, I think. Second. Sir Travis. Tra oh, yeah. So Travis, apologies. <laughs> Travis was second. So now messed it up. You guys will probably be. I mean, we can we might be able to arrange that. Now Nathan's been playing pretty good too. But as Nathan you pointed out, plays good. Yeah. he plays good. But when you, when you, he only wins it when you don't show up is what he, I think. Or Jeff. <laughs> Right. Well, I, the part of the reason I came up here, uh, and you don't have to put this in there, is I'm, I'm number one currently in the southeast by so one point. You just want to solidify Jason that. Jason and Jeff. It's a, it's a, sorry, He's got Jeff a pad, and pad lead. And I, Gets and I wanted to replace my out of region score, and I, and to put it out of reach for them. And so that's why. Is there, how many more events do we have? One. Which is? Axe Grinder. Oh, yeah, and that's in April. May? April? April. Yeah. April. And that's in, is it in Chattanooga? It's in Chattanooga. Well, it's in Cleveland, but yeah. Cleveland. And you're, you're going to go to that, though? I may. It's a tough, April's a tough month for me. Okay. Um, but. All right. Well, I know you got to catch a flight. I do. Yeah. So we appreciate Congratulations, you Jerk. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, well, it's yeah. ironic. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the 20, Jeremy. Yeah. Did you give him 20? What? I did. To be fair, everyone but my first round of home gave me 20. Well, I mean, that's what elves do, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, good awesome. to see you guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, appreciate the talk. Yeah. All right, we're back. And we're, we're done with Clash of Kings. Done and dusted. At the Adepticon 2023. Mm-hmm. This is a, a banner weekend for Travis. I told him in the beginning I want to see the Michael Phelps photo shirtless flexing with, with, with multiple with medals. multiple, well, multiple medals. What's funny is I'm trying to remember on Friday what we said. There was a bunch of people. And I did say, I actually picked Adam. Uh -huh. And I said, Travis is my dark horse. He just needs one thing, one thing to go right and he's going to win it. But somebody else, I can't, maybe it was Trent picked, picked Travis to win it. Mm -hmm. He was a popular choice. Let's ask the man himself uh -huh. rather than speculate. Let's get this list, because now we're going to have net listing, right? Everybody's going to be running a bunch of troop of dwarves, right? By the way, you just wanted one swan song for the Husk Girls? Yeah, sure. I mean, I started the list for Memphis last year, and I figured it's all 90% Mantic, so why not bring it to this and keep it up? It's only had a few losses. You've been playing at a high level for a while. Good, yeah. So. Yeah. I know taking it to Memphis, you guys all are like, what, what is Travis bringing? This is going to do good. And, mm -hmm. and now that you've won, I guess. And then, yeah. yeah. And now that you won, I assume you have to bring something different now again. Or are you gonna, you're just going to, I mean, look, is, are you the king until they knock you off? For this or for? For any, in life. I mean, I'll bring whatever I feel like I want to play at the time. Mm -hmm. I play all the armies, so. What's in your list? So the Northern Alliance list had five troops of dwarves, four regiments of Huskarls, two Tundra, tundra Wolf regiments, one with the boots, 
and one with Helm, a regiment of snow foxes, a lord on Frostfang with pipes, Thane with the rally banner, and then Harim. That's so awesome. Pretty much a lot of defense five. Lots of things that can get and in the way, and then the Huskarls come in and yep. clean, do the business. The bees knees. Well, let's go through, you know, a little, little snapshot of your games. Who'd you get in round one? So round one, I got Eric Greiner's uh, Free Dwarves. So he's from northern Minnesota. Uh, he's from Minnesota, yep, Minneapolis there. That was a real close game. Like you didn't, uh, what did we, we played Invade. We did. And his list, he had uh, Berserkers. Yep. And then he had some Defense 6 uh, Elementals, both the, the, the regular large infantry and the greater, right? The, the, the greater was the uh, the one, the, the special character that you could shoot right. the fireball. Bannock. Bannock. And the alarm. alarm. Yeah. But that one was real close. I ended up getting a regiment across and a uh, harem across and then killed his horde of elementals at the right at the end there to give me the edge but it was a 20 point victory for me because i killed so much of his stuff but it was a real good game i mean I that's was, awesome and eric's really a cool guy yeah eric's we great. played him we, you just, was, you, yeah you did you get to play him in the doubles event no that was uh who did eric who did eric play with oh he played with marcello marcello yeah, yeah it was he was just he was just a that's super right. cool guy i can't yeah. wait I, unfortunately he doesn't come to a lot of events it doesn't sound like so. no he stays a lot in the minnesota area He'll go to lady of lake and uh renegade for sure right right but uh yeah i don't see him. so that was game one. i'm assuming that was a 20 or was it closer no so i mean i got 20 points um but he killed he killed a decent amount of stuff because we just kind of grinded it out in the middle um killing awesome. each other and then so who did you get in round two uh, round two, I got Felix and his yes. halflings, mm -hmm. and that was a, a real good game. Those harvesters are really, really good. Right. Um, he was killing stuff. That was the, uh, I can't remember what listener it was in two, honestly. Pillage was this morning, dominate, invade. Uh, we did loot? Was it loot? Three, or? three across the center. Yeah, that's loot. That was that loot. Was loot. Yeah, was so two. we played loot. Um <clears throat> I ended up getting two of the tokens to his one, but it was right at the end. Um, he got, I had to get a couple charges off to take a token and finish a few things. But it was another, it was a 20 point win for me, but it was, it was real close. Shout out to Felix. Did you take a look, man? He's, as a hobbyist, he's, he's really, growing. he's really growing. His um, halfling army just looks yeah, it was really good. Really I know good. he's taken painting classes, been on After Dark, so shout out to Felix. And I mean, he won the... Uh, uh, bard character. Yeah, well, and he uh, won a tournament. And so. he won a brush, brush with, with death, death for his firefight squad. So oh, nice. he's really he's been really growing as a hobbyist. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a real good game. Uh, that was game two. So game three, I played Jason. J Jason Burr. Jason Burr from well, Minneapolis. Well, just tell, tell us the story. <laughs> this one's an epic story. So and, I mean, you could argue that this this craziness was part, obviously this was the one thing that needed to go right, right? And just so yeah, I played against Jason's elves countless times. Um, and this list is my Northern Alliance normally is not very good against elves. Uh, but we were playing push, and I put three tokens on Ronnie the Bard, and he walked across the board and picked up the middle token and got across and ended up winning four to three in the tokens. But I rolled through four total dice the entire game, three attacks with a Thane, which one only hit, and then rolled the wound and failed. So I did... Four attacks and didn't kill anything, uh, but still won the game, uh, keeping the bard alive. But it was real. I just was pushing up very slowly. 
Uh, he was shooting, taking off a dwarf trooper turn, and then the regiments were getting hit, and um, he swooped in, tried to kill me, and I just basically boxed in Ronnie with all my units and sacrificed the army to get the loot across, or the pillage tokens across, so... That's unbelievable. Yeah. Push tokens. Yeah, the push tokens. You push got tokens. I mean, the they're loot tokens, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're carrying them. But yeah. I mean, that sounds crazy that... It, was it, he was he not engaging you and trying to get in there? Or he, he was setting up a lot of flanks. He was setting up all sorts of things, but I just played real defensive um, with the goal in mind that if he comes to me, I'm countering everything he brings. Um, I wasn't giving him any double charges because he had, you know, the Dracon formation. He had Dracon Horde, Palace Guard Horde, uh, Silver Breeze Regiment. Uh, that had the tokens to come across. So that's all they did. Uh, or not the regiment. The troop did that. The regiment was shooting me. Um, he had, uh, what, two two Glade Stalker regiments, two mages with lightning bolts. So, I mean, he had a lot of stuff um, and a troop of war dancers. Have you ever seen that as a TO, Rob, zero kill point victory? I mean, that's, pretty, that's pretty rare. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to say that. I just, I, I don't know. That's just nuts. But yeah, if it went to turn seven, he was gonna, he was gonna get me because obviously I sacrificed everything turn six to keep the, mm-hmm. the uh, Huskarl unit alive uh, with all the tokens across the board, and we were just, it was, it was crazy. Uh, Shannon Shoemaker came over and goes, "Well, this game is gonna be interesting from the at the beginning of the game," and then a couple turns later, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go walk around. This is boring." Comes back <laughs> a turn later, sits down, and goes, "Has anything happened?" And I go, "I'm just shimming, shimming." Shimmying a lot of units around and doing then getting the shimmy, shot. Shimmy, doing shimmy, 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 shake, shimmy, shimmy. He leaves again, comes back, and it's like the same story. And he's just like, "God, this game sucks, you guys." Like, uh-huh. I'm like, "Yeah, this you've is, disappointed Shannon. You yeah, failed. It's not it's failed for the weekend. Top table game that uh, would not be good to be aired or have to you know live stream because yeah, Travis uh, shimmied around and got shot and did it again and again and again and then finally he. Got charge. Yeah. But, so who'd you have this morning? Uh, this morning I had um, Eric Trobich. All right. His dwarves. Um, and we were playing pillage. We were playing pillage. Been, that that, I mean, that he was playing his dwarves. Yep. And so, do you feel pretty good about dwarves? Um, in that scenario. Yeah. Depending on who got the table side and where the stuff was, because um, he's got a lot of defense six as well. Um, but he's got enough shooting with the two flame belchers and the. Uh, Golix Fury um, that, you know, it's still scary. Um, he has the Brocks in the list. He's got two Lords um, that are on the large beast. Um, and then Berserkers that are hard to kill because they're, you know, Dash Nerve and what was it? Four regiments of the Defense 6 Infantry and then a horde of Ironclad or whatever their names are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that game it ended up really close because I snaked a couple units at the end that we would have tied on turn six, and it went turn seven, so I won. Um, so I had some uh, uh, some luck there. Otherwise, it would have just been a draw mm-hmm. um, going into the last game. But it was it was real. I played really good. He played really good. He made one mistake that he thought I couldn't fit somewhere, and then instead of fully going through the steps of making sure I couldn't fit, he just said, well, if you're a magician, then I guess you deserve the charge. And so what I did is I took blank base, put it down there, and I said, does that make me a magician? And he goes, well, 
it does. And I charged the unit, and I didn't kill it, but he flanked me and then rolled double ones to not kill my Tundra Wolves, mm-hmm. so then they ended up killing the unit anyways. But that's awesome. And I think that's important, but right? Was... To, win a, to win a tournament like this, you have to play well, but you also need... You need the break. You need to either get the turn seven or dodge the turn. I mean, there's, right. there, there are, that's why we roll dice, right? There still is that element. Definitely. Yeah. And then in game six, you got Chris DeGrow, who's had a great a great run. I mean, I was I was on that yeah. uh, trampling. Uh-huh. Yeah, Chris was – he was playing a ZOD. It was a real good list. Um, it had gone through Rob, Adam. Well, uh, I mean, me is nothing, but going through Adam <laughs> in fourth round is a pretty big – pretty good accomplishment. Um, but, yeah, it would, uh, that one we were playing Dominate, uh, my whole goal was he had a lot of – a decent amount of shooting that's pretty good against my defense five. Um and he wasn't quite doing what Jason was doing and picking up a unit a turn, but like he was putting wounds all over the place to where the doors were basically either getting wavered or killed. Um, but I used my speed to counter his, and then I just slowly slogged up to the middle and put all my regiments and um, dwarf troops in the middle. And it, you know, it was kind of like the game three where I didn't get into combat until turn four, uh, but that was because I chose not to. Um, I chose to jam up his. Chariot, Legion, and um, some Rev Cabin stuff with my Tundra Wolves and Snow Foxes about turn four, and then it kind of just escalated from there. But I double ones the Rev Cav the turn after when Harim and the Lord went in, um, which was unfortunate because I would have been able to snow, snowball the flank pretty hard if they would have killed that that turn because um, I'd have been in the flank of the Chariot Legion and the worm would have been stuck either having to go into one of them or figure something out. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good game, uh, real, you know, tight game, but I ended up winning that with a, quite a bit of unit strength, um, in the center. Right. We didn't say it was dominate, his. right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dominate. And he only had 18 unit strength. So I was just making sure to keep as much unit strength out and pick on killing stuff. Cause 18 unit strength. I mean, yeah, it's not a quite a bit when you only have three hordes and a legion. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is a one. So yeah. Well, congratulations. What, yeah, you what, know, what an accomplishment. I, yeah, you know, I know you play in such like a competitive area, you know, and I know Adam gets a lot of press, but I mean, medal in the team tournament, medal in the Armada tournament, medal in the firefight. So all three wins. Firefight. Well, you didn't win. Did, no. So Trent. He snaked you, lost, but you got a medal, though. We, yeah. lost by we the didn't play. Yeah. We didn't play. Yeah, so Trent, yeah. Trent won by the tiebreaker uh-huh. by one, but we took second. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Chris and Trent won. Let's just put that in there. <laughs> I was his partner. I got lucky. Yeah, but it's Chris nice. Yeah, who I played the yeah. last game yeah. today. So, yeah. yeah. But it's nice, you know, like uh, uh, to step out of the bridesmaid and like yeah, get some, yeah. gets just like that's a really impressive performance but this I mean, weekend. Yeah, Adam took second in Armada and Firefight. Yeah. I, I mean, we do we play a lot of games. Yeah. Um, and, so how important you know, is that having a play partner who can play at, at that high level? I mean, does that speak to a lot of like your guys' success having each other to play with? I, I think it's more that we've just been playing games for so long like Adam and I used to do chess tournaments way back in middle school oh, and like, gotcha. so I've that's always playing, been a part of your guys yeah thing. Just tactically playing yeah. games has always been in our life like yeah you know the three of us Billy Adam and I I mean we travel a lot we go to games and play but I mean really I don't like playing Adam yeah <laughs> because I mean we're family I mean I married his cousin and yeah like we fight like brothers so uh-huh. like any of our practice games just turn into a shouting match and it's just like we shout about the same thing yeah that rule probably should be fixed. Yeah. I mean, it, so the tournaments where right. you guys don't have to play each other, those are your favorite events. Yes. <laughs> we hate having to play each other. And, I mean, it was yeah. great this weekend that 
you know, that's why it worked out that he, you know, would take second and first yeah. and like, oh, we didn't actually have to run into each other. That's awesome. For any of the tournaments? For any of them, yeah, surprisingly. Nice. Uh-huh. I mean, Armada, Firefight, we so didn't have to So the Airbnb was nice and relaxed. Yeah, it was no, pretty chill. No, no, no uh, uh, drama. I mean, even when we run into each other, it's pretty chill. Yeah. I mean, but, it's, we know you either win or you lose, and yeah. it's a game. And Congratulations, family, all the so. same. Uh, yeah. a great accomplishment. But what would you change in the list? I mean, you won, but is there any tweaks you would have? Is there anything you wish you would have had that made, maybe made things a little no, easier? No, that, that list, I mean, when I made it in Memphis, you know, going up in points, going down in points, there's a few things I'll add and drop. But, I mean, I thought I made, you know, going into Memphis, I wasn't sure how I was going to do. Um, you know, it was mostly infantry, Northern Alliance. Nobody talked about it. No one really played it. Everyone, you know, thought it wasn't great. Um, but, I mean, I I think I stumbled upon something that was just – it was really well-balanced and well-rounded, and in my hands I do really well with it. I know what I want it to do. Um, you know, that comes from playing all sorts of different types of armies because um, I like I like to change it up. I don't like playing the same army over and over again because um, I get bored. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the army's good. I don't normally change it too much. Um, I keep the items the way they are. I feel like if you find it – it's tried and tested. You might as well keep it. Awesome. Awesome. I want a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys had a great weekend. Yeah. Did you come last year? You haven't been to one of these. No, I haven't been to AdeptCon since Fantasy Days. Okay, um, so it's been a while. So it's been a long Is time. Is that an event you'd come back to in the future? Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably, we were talking, it's probably in every couple, every other year, every three-year event mm-hmm. type of thing, just because of how much it costs. It is And expensive. how much time. Yeah. And, you it's know, just, a time thing is, the, is uh, a big thing, too, right? We came up with... You keep it Wednesday, right? Wednesday to play. In the, yeah, so yeah. I mean, being away from the family, you know, four kids and like all that stuff. So, well, if they want to see you, they just come to Memphis in June. <laughs> yeah, and, and yep. challenge the king, right? I mean, yeah, we're and Keith will be around. there. Nathan Clevenger will be there. Uh, green, I'm uh, green. Jeff O'Neill will be there. I mean, we're gonna have some heavy hitters there. A smaller field, and uh, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, I'm gonna uh, hopefully solidify whether I can go or not to that. Awesome. A couple weeks here, so yeah, that was, that was we, 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 I've yeah. already committed you, so it's fine. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, it's your wife. You <laughs> I know. told you I was going to try. And no then you guys what. are hosting Masters this year, so that's so, exciting. Yep, we have yeah bug eaters coming up next here in first um, weekend of first June. First weekend of June. Okay, um, it'll be uh, honestly, it's just going to be set up just like Masters and best of the rest. Of the well, you, it's awesome though. You, like you have like a six week difference, right? Right, and then and then you like you get a, you get to like a dress rehearsal, even though let's be honest, you do bug eater every year. It's not right. It runs like clockwork. Yeah, and it'll be similar to that. Only we'll get this, you know, the area to ourselves. We won't have to share. Yeah. Um, because Bug Eater is like a multi-game system event. Yeah, right? Bug Eater is like a mini Adepticon. Okay. I mean, we do yeah. have some vendors. We do, uh, I mean, that 40K uh-huh. is big. We do side events on Friday. Okay, and like, cool. You know, it's it's basically a mini Adepticon is how we've had it set up. Uh-huh. So uh, a couple things. Armada, I have been told by Tim that your rule is you always go full speed. Always go as fast as possible. Always go full speed. Okay, well, why is that? Because I'm orcs and I want to ram you. Oh, okay. And all my weapons. Because I tried that, it didn't work. All my boats ended up at the bottom of the ocean. So <laughs> you went, Rob went full speed down. down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the, the army <laughs> goes full speed and goes forward. And the, and the, well, they had that scenario where all the wind blew stuff together. Yep. yep. And it just pushed them all together and they just started crashing into each other. Yeah, Billy and I played in that game. That was entertainment. Uh, the wind killed more boats than anyone else did. Exactly. Well, yeah, Billy's <laughs> fleet was wrecked. It's just like mine, mine was half dead because of the boat, because of the wind ramming stuff into each other. It was, it was pretty funny. So, what was the highlight of the weekend? I mean, obviously, putting the winning, the, the Adapt to Clash title, what's the highlight I mean, of the Getting week? to see everyone and hang out. I mean, honestly, that's what I come for. I, you know, the games are just icing on the cake, right? Yeah. Like, I, I come to hang out with everyone who comes and. I'll you know, make all the friends that would 
across the U.S. And I mean, we had the guy from Quebec. Oh, Christian. Yeah. He was giving out Kansas syrup. I love yeah. it, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, This is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, we're glad you got you guys came down. You and you brought a big crew. It was you and Adam and Tim and Sean. Yep, and, and Billy. Mom. Yeah, we had five of us from Omaha. And Billy, come out. that's fan. And you guys so. rep pretty good. Because where did Adam finish? I guess we don't know yet. I think. I mean, he went three and two because he lost to Chris and Eric. At so Eric was the last game. Yeah. He lost his last two. Yeah, he went zero and two. Is he a has been now? Are you? So let me ask you this because we've always like said this is funny, but. We said yesterday, man, Adam is really the best player in the country, right? We're like, oh, this is great. And then you go and go, nah, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> let me show you something. So I don't know, is it is is the clip is is it because he's not he's still playing that dumb army? Or I mean, he took that dumb army to Springfield and beat me with it. So well, I guess he took EOD to Springfield. So what you're saying? So, actually, what, so what what EOD. you were saying is, if you guys would have had to play, he was going to beat you. Always, he always beats me. Okay, yeah, it doesn't. It so that was the lucky break, is you got to avoid yeah. Adam Ballard. Because uh -huh. if, if I play Adam, I roll bad just yeah. for him. I can't, I can't, you know, have his cousin and beat him all the time, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> That's the going joke. I, I got my, I got my wife Jenna, and yeah. I can't have Adam too. Uh -huh. you know, That's awesome. Yeah. You got to let him have a little bit of a, love yeah. there. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're glad you yeah. came. I I heard, and I heard you guys were thinking about maybe coming to Riddle of Steel. Uh, I think that's yeah. That'll probably be the switch out from coming uh -huh. to Adept. I was probably oh, going to dude. Riddle. We're that's, gonna treat you guys. We're gonna get you set up. Yeah, our the three of us, Adam, Billy, and I. Our goal is yeah. to try to hit a, a region a year. Every region, and, yeah. you know, awesome. And just keep kind of rotating them out. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to get more people to come, try to come to us, you know, but. Exactly. It's well, you got to go out there and kiss babies yeah, and, shake, right. and shake hands, yeah. right? And, and evangelize your your events. Yeah, for and, sure. So yeah, I think we're gonna we're definitely that's that's on the table and then awesome. I know uh, Corey Reynolds tournament yeah. out there, yeah, uh, the I, team tournament. We need to talk we'll, about that at some point. We need to have a counter charge team at Crossroads GT. We can it could be me, you, and Alex, and then we could you know. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was also, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, yeah. we, we, we well, got we, Alex was like, I must play with the Canadian. Uh, the but he's, but he's, but he's, he, but he's anglicized, right? So, yeah. He, yeah, he's not, he's not cool like the French guys. Yeah. I mean, he, Christian is a cool guy, man. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, he was yeah. real cool. We played, when we played that first game against yeah. him. Uh, he's, you know, the, the, I don't know about you guys, but the theme that I keep hearing from all these people that we've had recorded with is it's the community. It's just the community's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, does anyone else have a question for our reigning Adeptic Clash champion? Man. Yeah. Oh, oh, I do have a question. You get to make design some artwork, right? Yeah. Uh, you have any early ideas what you want? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I could see. Who, Dude, here's what I'll ask. In this field, who would have thought that they would just have won, right? Yeah. Like, I Seriously. Mean, everyone here. Maybe in Huskar where they're boxing a box yeah, of cereal. Sure. You know? <laughs> box of cereal. Yeah. You, you, or the cowboy stuff. Yeah. You, you used to give me crap about all the time. Absolutely, yeah. man. The damn sheriff badge on my headset every time we go live and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, awesome. Well, awesome, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll let we'll let Travis get... Yeah. Uh, you guys are leaving tomorrow, though, right? Yeah, we're going to leave in the morning. What are you guys doing tonight? We're going to go to get some dinner at Portillo's. Mm -hmm. Hot dog, something. I don't know. Adam says it's great. No, it's yeah, very good. It's very good. It's very good. We, we should probably try. We, we might go that way. That's not a yeah. bad suggestion. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Like a mile away or something. Yeah, it's, not, it's not far. Party. Awesome, Travis. So, yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. And it's kind of, and man, it's not just this. The whole weekend, yeah. you were podium and just smashing people off the table, including my team in the doubles. Yeah. Just smashed us off the table. Jeremy, remember what he did? He did bad things. Uh, no, I forgot. I don't remember. <laughs> Repressed memories. I think Donnie did the bad things, remember? Well, that's I true. Just well, behind Donnie. Yeah. The team turned. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Donnie got to dictate what he wanted to do, yeah. and then I just reacted to his. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate Thank you, you coming on. Okay, thanks. <laughs>
I'm tired. It's been a oh, long week. Oh, jeez, Louise. So we're done. Uh, this will be the last recording of yeah. uh, Adepticon. Well, it might not be, but we are at the end of day four. And it's the uh, your 37th Wait. episode yeah, of well, actually, Adepticon think about it. We, we Technically, I mean, we came in Wednesday. You yeah. came in Wednesday. Wednesday. And then so Thursday, Thursday, so Wednesday, Thursday Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So four, five days have we been here. And four we're not days until tomorrow. Four days of gaming. But four games a day. Four days of gaming. And it's a, it's a, it's a six-day commitment, right? Yeah. Because we're Wednesday to Monday. Yeah. So it's uh, it was quite the Herculean effort, you know. And it yeah. was it was a it pretty was a pretty pretty amazing real marathon. Yeah, pretty amazing. How'd your weekend go? A great trip, very fun. It was great to play together in the team tournament, uh, or doubles tournament. Super fun. Yeah, doubles tournaments are always a blast because they're a little bit more casual. You can have fun. You know, we learned really early. Rob needed to roll all our dice. <laughs> I was not to be. I got all my bad rolling out early. But it was just so much fun. Uh, vendor hall was amazing. Um, the uh, Friday, we had Vanguard. We had uh, Firefight, which was so much fun. Uh, and we really, besides Pacific Northwest for the Kings tournaments, there was members from every region's Masters team. So it felt almost like, like a Masters event mm-hmm. to see people from all over the, all over the country. We saw the armies on parade last night, which was amazing. We're going to get food, you know. Uh, uh, the armies on parade, you should. Uh, I mean, obviously, have you posted? I, no, the, I haven't posted. I have so a, you'll, you'll be posted. But yeah, I'll be posting. I mean, a that's bunch of pictures, that's, that's like next level stuff. Oh, this stuff is like you know, it's 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 like the best of the best, you know. Uh, what what was the what was your favorite of the armies? Um, on parade. Yes. Uh, the the fantasy one was they had, there was like an elf one. Um, With four seasons, where it was like it was, uh, a tiered display board, where each tier of the display board was themed around a certain season of the year. So you had like a winter season part, a fall season part, and at the very end there was like a portal with a forced perspective using ten millimeter miniatures. So when you look through the portal, it looked like you were looking off into the distance, like it was an infinite. Yeah. So that was my favorite fantasy one. And then there was a, a, a 40K one, which was a giant cathedral with lighted stained glass and Sisters of Battle. And it was just... And they were, were they repairing a, a, a Titan? A, a Titan. Yeah. And it was like whites and reds and golds and all my favorite colors. Did you know it was the real stained glass? Yeah, it was beautiful. I couldn't all, believe it. All lighted from behind. That was, and then there was also a really nice Imperial Guard like trench warfare, World War yeah. One, World War Two esque themed display board that was really well designed. There's like three dudes in the corner, like underneath a street light, like having a smoke, like the Emperor protects while they're, you know, all their buddies are fighting at the front lines. Uh, but it was just like I said, I'll, I'll echo what's been said on the podcast already. Uh, it was great to see everyone. Our community is the best community. So it's so much fun. Great games, great loot. Yeah. Great uh, f- friendships. I mean, what can you say, Rob? I don't know. It's hard. It was a good weekend. There's a lot of yeah. fun stuff. Uh, what was the highlight? God, maybe, maybe the highlight off the know. table and the highlight on the table. Off the table probably was the the grinder. There, there the the and not the app. They did. <laughs> they had this like arena battle where you would paint a miniature. You would fight within the arena, and you'd, every miniature you entered, you put it like a dollar in the paint jar. And if you would lose the fight, your miniature you actually had to put in a meat grinder and grind the miniature. And they had a bunch of guys doing that. That was hilarious. So that was probably one of the funnest things. There was one 
miniature someone had man it called called him the battle turnip so basically it was like a turnip with one giant buff arm holding a big axe and one little tiny arm holding a <laughs> holding a dagger almost like strong bad or something yeah, exactly <laughs> like are like what those arm wrestlers you know the guys who have like one big giant yeah. arm and when and when battle turnip died they like all took their hats off and saluted him and you know taps playing in the background but um That's and then on the table man i don't know i had so many great games even the tough games, like, you know, the game I had against Keith, it was still a fantastic game. You know, it was great. Gets to play Steve Malone. We were all joking. We had, our game was just Talladega Nights. Step Brothers quotes. Super fun. We're just yeah. here to wreck it up. Uh, uh, don't hurt my friend. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was, uh, what about you? What, what were some highlights for you, Rob? On the table, the funny part is in game five, they, they say, oh, you're playing Donnie. <laughs> And I almost cried because I was like, it was a gun line. Rock Lava's or whatever. Oh, yeah, because Donnie brought his goblins. Yeah, and then yeah. he had trombones. And yeah. I was like, oh, and we're playing Dominate, which. And you don't, as a Salamander player, you no. do not want to so see you, shit. And I, I don't have Veil of Shadow. So I'm yeah. like, okay, so let me just think. Um, you're painting a bullseye, yeah. and you're wanting me to go into the bullseye. And it's like, oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. And then Mike says, oh, there's a scoring error. <laughs> we Hang have to on. repair. We, I got to play Tim Akers, who is an amazing human being. It was. Nice. A brilliant game. Uh, now, it also was Ogres. Well, I only had two wins, so I went two wins, Do two you losses. Know wh where you finished overall? Oh, I have God. the scores. So wait, it's 40. How many players were there, first of all? 40, I'm gonna guess, 42. I'm going to guess I finished 20th. 21st. You finished better than that. Okay. You finished top 20 at 18th. Okay, good. So yeah. my, my soft scores pulled me up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you were right on the uh, right on the the nose is what you thought. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was hoping I, I well, it's one of those things I was thinking, well, 2 and 3 would have been good. Yeah. So 2 and, you know, and I said well, really what I was thinking is if I went 2 and 3, that would that would be a good weekend. Yeah. And if I got lucky, maybe it was switching to 3-2, yeah. but the reality is my only two wins were against ogre players, so I don't know what that PC, says. You know that army. Yeah, I do. Well, and but to be fair, Kyle Ritchie beat me. Yeah. And, and then the dice beat him. So I finished playing Rob's ogres, which he was kind of That's great. good though. For 18 out of 40, I don't know what the percentage is, but that's yeah. no, that's, that's good. Top, top, top half. Top half. So yeah. you must have been like top 10 because you were 4 and 3, three wins. 1 and 1. Yeah, oh yeah, and you got a good paint score. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, because we know where that came from. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know if you got a good paint score or not. So what what you finished sixth? Seventh. That's pretty good. Yeah. V really and happy with that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Top that's congratulations. Finish. Where did Trent finish? Trent finished. Well, I mean, our other countercharge brother in. Let's take a look. Well, should we, uh, before you tell me, should we get Trent on here to, to tell us what he thinks? Sure. Well, yeah, because we got to ask him what he's going to do if you finished above him, what, what, what he has to do for you because you <laughs> did, and he doesn't know it yet. Yeah, that's right. He finished above me? You no, you did better oh, than him. Okay, I, I mean I, he finished down, down. Right. Well, that's that's you know, yeah. come on, Padawan's not supposed to jump the master. Not yet. Shit. No. No, it was a great game. So where did he finish? You might as well tell me. Uh, he's twenty twenty fifth. Oh, that's not too bad. That's really good for him, right? I mean, we'll just go through the top ten, and this is an overall score. Yeah, right. So Travis, Tim, wait till you hear this list of names. It's a heavy hitter list. Okay, so here's your top ten. Number one overall, Travis Tim. Number two, Eric Trowbridge, former U.S. Master. Number three, Keith Randall. One best general. Mm -hmm. Four was Jeff Shilkin, right. winner of last year. Yep. Number five, Corey Reynolds, perennial Diesel master. Uh, Pete's. Yeah. Six, Krista Grow. Right. And then Jeremy in seventh place. Yeah, yeah. And then eight, we had Chris Peltier, gentleman and a scholar. And then nine, Zess Williams. And then tenth, uh, Steve Malone. 
So it's a really who's who. One one through five was just like that's a rough. Well, I played two of them. Yeah. And unsurprisingly, in fact, those are my two losses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, my my movie prize was playing Chris after winning the first round, and he just destroyed me. And then Corey, I haven't. Did I tell you his new name? No. It's 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 Novocaine. That's, that's oh yeah oh yeah you did you did yeah, mention so that Corey Novocaine Reynolds. He makes it painless, dude. He makes it painless. Well, I, I had a great time. Uh, off the table, just meeting the new people, right? Uh, to Makers is one that I had a great time. Yeah, for sure. Christian, I mean, what a what a cool guy. I'm so glad that uh, Volkner, Volker, mm -hmm. in the in the uh, got to meet him. I didn't get to play him, but I got to meet him. He's a, he's a German that came over yeah. and played a bunch of our stuff. I know yeah. he played in Armada and Dead Zone. And yeah. Yeah, I was really excited. I got to meet Dan. I'm not going to butcher his last name, Z, but a local player uh, to the Chicago area. He played a really good orc list. We had just an awesome game. Totally cool dude. That, uh, you know, um, just a really great game. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome to, to meet new people. Uh, it was awesome to meet Trent for the first time, you know, in person. So what do you think of Trent, you know? Cool, yeah. yeah. He's a cool guy. He's okay. He's okay. Uh, no one orders Taco Bell uh, uh, at two, uh, Load that at one thirty in the morning like uh, this fine man does. What's ironic? He's not. He's not listening to this. Yeah. So he'll hear this for the first time on yeah. the actual podcast. Yeah. Load that up. <laughs> By the way, you. I, I didn't want to tell you this, but you won the raffle after you left. Oh, okay. No worries. But I did. I what I did. I was cool about it because you know I didn't want to be the guy like I'm gonna take a big. And, you yeah. Know, well, he's not here, so I said, "Look, just keep going." Yeah. And when we get to the end, I did get you a, a goblin bangit. Okay. No, Britain needed help. Uh, I understand. Yeah. But I didn't I, bail. But, but, but I did win. Okay. What did you get? From and, the raffle? Ironically, I just said, "No, he's not here. I'll just wait." Yeah. I get called next. Uh -huh. A complete MDF table. This this box is like twenty pounds. Oh, so there. there's actually like good stuff up there. Uh, there was, and so I'm sorry to make you cry <sighs> a little bit more, Brenton. Yeah, I, like at TT Combat, it's called. The Elven Honeysuckle Village. It's five buildings, resin accessories. There was an orc one. There was a there was a firefight. Well, uh, modern stuff up there too. Mm -hmm. So I'm, well, I don't I'm have just, any room left in my suitcases well, okay. anyway. So that so all right, you don't feel as bad. And Princeton's friendship means more to me than uh, than a two hundred dollar uh, box set. I get it. <laughs> than 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 a terrain set. He needed some help uh, bringing pack piece. Him and, uh, and congratulations to Britain for taking best uh, oh, player yeah. so choice. Brent, yeah, Brent. No, he won uh, best man, uh, best. Co uh, and and congratulations. Yeah, let's put yeah. that over. Congratulations to Britain because he won best, best painted, painted and Corey Reynolds for player's choice. Beautiful, two beautiful armies. One all Mantic Britain's chariot themed like Roman Hippodrome themed army and then Corey Reynolds has a beautiful dragon empires that he was playing as Abyssals this time mm -hmm. or no f no he's playing he was playing Corey Reynolds as Abyssals it was playing as for because he's played it as Twilight Kennedy yeah he, past, he's but. he's the he's the modern day Robert Brandon so but beautiful arm yeah, just beautiful. like beautiful oh, oh taking the list and you know yeah, just take it, it this time it's gargoyles and mm -hmm. this time it's ghoul whatever yeah yeah but congrats you know two great uh armies man it's just I feel like we've it's just been a whirlwind it's we've over. Had, we've but, had people uh, from know, everywhere on the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I can't even imagine how many hours of content we have. Yeah. So hopefully 
you know, hopefully you enjoyed the, the content and that it, yeah. that it, let us know what you think about event live event coverage like this. If you like it, I know coming up on the docket, Rob, we're going to have the abyssal dwarf army. Well, I'm review. recording with Ronnie on Tuesday. Yeah. So we're going to have Ronnie on soon. Right. Yep. And then we'll be talking with him about dungeon saga. Plus we'll be talking to him about some of the, st- the, the mantic night stuff. Oh, and huge thanks to Kyle and Martin for coming on. Oh, thanks. Pat Lewis. Yes. For, for, uh, just great mantic out. staff. Yeah. I mean, they came on and gave us an extraordinary, oh, I went they down. gave us extraordinary access. Totally. And when I went down, to get my um, some firefight stuff that I had put in for brush a uh, brush with death, it was just hilarious. There's like hardly anything left. So good for them. It looks like they sold a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And just everyone at the vendor hall on Sunday is like exhausted. Mm-hmm. All the booths are like empty. So I hopefully this was a good formantic. They sold some product. They met. It some, sounds like they met some sales goals, which yeah. is great. You know, and, and meet uh, some new people, get some new people interested a, in their games. Yeah. It was it was a positive I think event for everybody. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right. And then we'll have more Tyler and I and Kyle will get together, and Tyler and I will do a more in-depth firefight tournament review for Adepticon. We'll go through our games. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Tyler and I are going to. Um, you have a live, you have a stream too, right? Or a recording, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So stay tuned to Dreadpath Zone. Tyler recorded our game in the tournament. Tyler and I are also uh, talking about running a firefight, either mini tournament or firefight demo day at Masters this year. Like that? Yeah. I mean, well, obviously, for those who don't know, Masters is coming up in July. We'll be there with the whole kit and caboodle. Exactly. So we're looking at... And I'm playing in Best of the Rest, so get ready. So we're going to try to do some sort of firefight event uh, at Masters. So if you're interested in that, or you're going to be at Best of the Rest or Masters, and you want to check out Firefight, shoot me, shoot me or Tyler a direct message. More details on that to follow. We've just been brainstorming about that while we've been here. So, all right, lots on the docket, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little, little, little sad. It's it's uh, winded down now. Yeah, I, I think, I'm, I'm watching the room around us kind of yeah. be dismantled. And I think when we're home tomorrow this week, there's all there'll be a little melancholy because yeah. it's like hobby wise, I'm. Oh, I'm so jacked. I'm get like, me home and get bro, me painting, you, man. Uh, so totally. I bought so much stuff, dude. I, I might jump right into a Varanger palette cleanse uh-huh. with the boats. With the, your armada? Yeah, I might. I don't know. I'm just, just I'm Boats pumped. and bros. And I bought a bunch of... Sp- so those, we may have mentioned this, but they, they had to open up two-player starter sets to have enough books to sell. Yeah. And they sold the sprues for like 5 to $10, depending on the sprues. And I bought a bunch of uh, uh, half men. Halflings, not halfmen. A bunch of halflings. Yeah. And I bought some EOD. So I'll have uh, extra bits. And you know what? Honestly, this is what I want to, this is what we need to do. We, the royal we, uh-huh. me, you, Trent, any, you know, Al, Al, will Alex do it? No, probably not. But we can probably get Matt to do it. Yeah. We need to knock out, we need to take one month. It's part of, this is, would be a, a monthly contribution to the, the challenge. A 750 ambush army. Uh huh. Pick an army. Even we can even have a lottery where we pull our names out randomly. You just knock it out, or not. If you got one in mind, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I, I, Jeremy's giving me that longing stare, like, no, I don't do fast. Well, I, I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> and basically that's what I've learned. I've, uh, 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 I, I can do this more fast techniques, but at a point where it's like, oh, the fast technique is done. Technically, I could stop. I just can't stop. I got to then go, okay, now I'm going to start. Well, your Forge Fires look great. Thank you very much. Yeah, they look wonderful, it. especially I the white. I, I mean, the, 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 what do you call them? The Dark Fathers? The Dark Fathers. The Dark Fathers. <laughs> the By dark the way, Rogers. those new dwarf, the Brockers, I guess, on the motorcycles. Yeah, dope, huh? Those are some cool models, man. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 I'm, and I'm super pumped about GCPS. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to, you know, Tim Lonis, uh, 
He made me learn yesterday. Yeah, uh-huh. So that I bet fi- you may fire and maneuver. You may be yeah. seeing uh, bunches of max recruits. size recruits. Fire and maneuver. Blaze away, baby. Yeah. Just blaze away. Yeah. I just yeah. uh it was such a fun a fun time. Yeah. I really just am like I've come to this point, Rob, where it's like we we are we try to be authentic and when when uh, Mantic has a model we don't dig or what I am so happy to be living in, in their ecosystem of games. Yeah. And really, there's like with now that they have Firefight and with Armada, it really is like there there is something for everyone, and that's what I love. This weekend, probably you want to say a takeaway was not just the Kings event; it was seeing like a big Armada event. It was playing in a Firefight event. It was seeing the guys playing Dead Zone. It was uh, just and I think that's you know we talked about it several times over the weekend. What can we do to grow this event? We have to sell that. Yeah. That for the um, for the omnimantic gamer. Yeah. This is the event. Oh, this is it. If you right? love if you love multiple if mantic, you like mantic game games, systems, this is it. This is the this is it. Yeah. Make no. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And so we, and then I think that's the sell because the heart the 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 con is obviously the con as in the the negative thing is yeah. that we are. It's an expensive event. It's a time commitment. We've all yeah. we've all talked about that. But where other place can you go and play in like a twenty person firefight tournament? Or no, twenty six person armada tournament. Exactly, and you just know? have the, a, a wonderful time. Exactly, dude. Next year, my armada is gonna look good. All right, dude, display boards on the whole nine yards, dude. You, you gotta you gotta bring it. I want like rolling waves. I want motion activated motion. Yeah, and, and firefight too. It needs yeah. to, we we need to you know. So I mean, it's fun to see those games is in the infancy, and they're like, yes. it's going to grow and yeah, develop. Yeah, that's really like one of uh, Tyler's and I's goals this coming year. And talking with Riley and Ryan Munsell, Riley Nadeau and Ryan Munsell from Pacific Northwest, they've been enjoying firefight. Is how do we start getting some more organized firefight play? So that's going to be something we're like going to be looking at. I think at some point, Rob, we need to do a, the, the, a countercharge convention. Hundred percent. I think we're growing. Well, and, that. and even if we did a countercharge convention, it could be part of a bigger thing. So yeah. if they but wanted to do forty k, like, but we'd you, have a section. And yeah, it's, you could you could do the Kings tournament. I'll run a firefight thing, or you know absolutely. what I mean. And, and we'll have the podcast. Stuff and Trent, set up. Trent said he would come over and help. Yeah. From so Germany. I think a, count, a countercharge con, I think, is, is it's it's uh, it's it's it's, got, the, it's, it's in, gotta happen. It's in the stars. It's in the stars. Yeah. You wanna take us out? Yeah, and to remember, until next time, always keep countercharging. Alright, that's a wrap on Adepticon 2023. Yep, that's all she wrote. We just right. finished up the uh, Adepta Clash award ceremony. Congrats yeah. to Travis Tim yeah, again. It was great, it was great, great for Travis to win it. And obviously Keith Reynolds for winning uh, Best General and Britain for winning Best Painted and uh, Grace Patterson for taking out Best Sports. Yeah. She's great. She's, yeah. She was a, a wonderful opponent. So, all, Oh, yeah, you actually got to play her, right? Yeah, all great. All yeah. great. You know, all, the accolades are well deserved all around. So. How'd your weekend go? I mean, I'm curious. This is your first Adepticon. I mean, you're set the context here. You've been to the KCGT. You've been to Bug Eater. But yeah. this is Adepticon. It's a different yeah, animal. Yeah, this is a beast. So, it really is. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll take you through my tournament history, yeah. right? So Circle of Iron in 2021. That's Mike Grimes down in uh, not it was It was in Alabama. I can't remember the name of the town. It was super small. Right. But the event, then, uh, the event wasn't small. There was like... 20 in the 20 to 30 people range um that's kind of what got me into the competitive i wish scene. i would have went there that, that, and we could have met we could have yeah that would have been cool ago, but that would have been cool um and then i didn't play for a while after that and the next one that i did was lone wolf in 20 and you were in texas at 22 the time? 21 or were you were you already i was colorado. in colorado this is when we moved to colorado all right so it would have been yeah it would have been 22 wow so about a i guess about a year ago right mm. yep and then kcgt 
Bug Eater, mm-hmm. and now Adepticon. And I was in the so I was in the team tournament on Thursday, and um, Adepta Clash, you know, the big twenty three hundred point tournament on um, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and it was man. I so, tell you what, I I don't remember. Did we talk about what your expectations were before we got into this thing? We did. So yeah, what, we did. So. But the thing was, is uh, I, I didn't know what to expect, right? So you really didn't have any expectations other than just here to have a good time? No, yeah, I was just here to have a good time, roll dice, uh, see people I haven't seen in almost a year, and uh, I accomplished everything, right? Have a few laughs, had a lot of laughs, right. a, lot, a lot of snake eyes, right? <laughs> right. But what yeah. A, what a, man, what a. I know, just kind of sitting here. You it's know, all empty. I mean, we got the Battlefield yeah. Gothic guys down on the end, but all the Kings of War guys are done and dusted and moved on. And yeah. we're like, everything's staged and ready to knock out the equipment. It's kind of sad. It is. We got here Wednesday. Yeah. And we, and we, I got here Tuesday. Right. I got in Tuesday evening. And we frantically put all the stuff and we started recording and we got to meet, you know, as we were kind of here, as people were coming in for that first, hey, I haven't seen you in years. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. And then it's like, we're also the, the doorman on the way out. Guys, great to see you. So we're like the first person in, last person out yeah. kind of thing. Which, you know, it's a unique perspective that uh, it's a cherishable moment. It's, yeah. It was pretty cool, though, at the end of the tournament, you know, after they finished the uh, the award ceremony, everybody was going their separate ways and saying goodbye. Because, I mean, some of these guys don't... They don't you're not going to see... You yeah. might not see some of these guys for a couple of years. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But, well, no, it was, it was great. It was a great time. Finished finished two and three, which I was pretty pumped about. Got two, two wins. I finished two wins, two losses, and a draw. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, what what place did you finish? Eighteenth. Eighteenth you know? out of forty two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a little over half. That's good, man. For for look, I'm very happy with the the army for as poorly for as poor of a general that led the army. <laughs> I'm happy that you know the army to get 18th because I mean I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I, that was the first time you'd ever put that army on the tabletop was game correct. one. Correct. Ne- and I've never played Salamanders ever. Yeah. So I had three games with thousand points in the doubles event, and then the last two days I played five games at 2300 for the first time and made some really stupid mistakes. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And like, and I also have been thinking like, well, thinking about like, well. Well, and maybe we can we can chat about this later after I've had a chance to reflect. But there's certainly some changes in the armies that'll probably need to happen, just because you know I had Ember Sprites for example, and they only move speed six and they shamble. Yeah, they really can't. They're not really that. I mean, if you're just crouching up, it's fine. But the reality is, it'd be better if they were a little faster. I mean, they're dash yeah. eleven, which is nice, and they have an eighteen effective range with a speed six and a twelve inch shot. But um, I mean. But they're shambling too, but right? But they're shambling. That's what I mean. They're not at the double. Yeah. But they do have the scout move, and so I need to play around with that and see. You know, you can scout at the double. No, hundred percent. I yeah. get that. The problem with that, then they're 100%. way hundred percent. Then they're way up above everybody else, rather than staying behind, staying yeah. with the group. You have to really set up them to be chaff. Is my point. Yes. Right? You can't. Just, yes. They're not goblin scouts. You, you can't reach out twenty and then boom, I'm I'm blocking you up. Yeah, you can't run up twelve, you know, an inch away, and then right. yeah. And uh, you know, my two losses, Krista Grow, who was a top table, player. excellent yeah. player, and, and 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 Nova Kane, Corey Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, he made it as painless as possible. He just reclined the chair back and put me out. Yeah, it was amazing. So, but in those two games, I learned a lot. Right, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I learned about the flying pharaoh with the uh, host shadow beast, dude. It's like, oh, that guy's a that guy's a bastard. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. You know, I think we learned a few things in the tournament, and, and I'm uh, going to take it take it on board. And you know, I I really did have a blast, and I learned a lot. I've played Undead before, but it was two years ago. It was my first army, and Kings of War is like this. My opponents after the game, or uh, a lot of the times in the middle of the game, are like, hey, you know, if you reform like this, you need to look at 
this angle, this might be like a rear charge or like maybe you should think about this. And I, it re really opened my eyes to um, a lot more undead tactics. And I, and I had an issue. I actually think I'm going to leave my list the same. I'm going to change one thing I know off the top of my head. For 20 points, I put Bane Chant 2 on my, necro my Inspiring Necromancer. I'm going to spend that 20 points on the Vicious Aura instead because mm -hmm. It I affects have, more units. Exactly. And I, I forget the, the Gorblight, which... MVP, by the way. The Gorblight is a zombie. He has the keyword zombie. So I have two legions, which is 60 dice, a regiment, which is 12 more, and a Gorblight, which on average is like, what, 10, 9, 9 or 10? Mm -hmm. So I think I casted Bane Champ like maybe four times in the entire tournament. And it was helpful, but re-rolling ones, you don't realize how many ones people roll until they have elite or vicious. And then you're mm -hmm. like, holy shit, did you just re-roll re 10 and it's dice? it's really nice when you're doing that and like with vicious and you're already like wounding on twos. It's like it's almost automatic now. Anything that gets hits are, are going to land. And I need to find 15 points somewhere because Skirmisher's Boots on a Trooper Revenant Cavalry is so good. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it was a great time. Yeah, there's nothing... Nothing left to do but the crying, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you finished 25th. That's pretty good. Yeah, almost countercharger. Yeah, right? I guess. Because 21 would have been countercharger. Right, yeah, yeah. So I was a little disappointed. I was hoping I was going to have a shot, but it looked like I've, my, my, maybe my, I don't know, I don't have the results in front of me, but my assumption is my soft scores pulled me up a little bit higher than, than, than average. Yeah, that was I mean, two, your, two and one. your army was beautiful. Well, here's what's weird is now I think about it. Countercharger was was Marcelo. Marcelo, yeah. We'll just have to I don't see. know where he finished. I mean, it. they normally post the results uh, like a few days later, right? They, they're out there somewhere. I saw, so, I saw the my paper. My question is, how do you describe this to your friends back in Germany? For my European friends, it is an American spectacle that has to be experienced to truly understand it. It is something else. It's like Disney World for wargaming nerds, and it's mm -hmm. got everything you can imagine. I mean, I took a 3D sculpting class. I took an airbrushing class. I bought a brand new airbrush. I uh, learned how to play Dungeon Saga. I played eight games of Kings of War. I mean, I could just go on and on, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing. And oh my God, Armies on Parade, whole dude, that was That's next unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. The the Imperial Knight with a stain like Imperial Knight in a f cathedral, like it was everything to scale. It was insane. What's your next tournament? Let's start there. What's my next tournament. This is what month? We're in March. Yep, it is March twenty. I might not have another tournament until I host Kings of Memphis. I'm. This is the year where I'm going to two big, bigger events. I'm going to the Masters, yeah, Master of the Rest, and okay. I went to this. So locally, April, May, June. Yeah, I think this might be it until, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I need to start prepping for Kings of Memphis three. You know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You're the TO for that, right? I am Revenge of the Bard. Do you have any help? We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> help, help help is fleeting sometimes. Yeah, right. So and that and that's a shout out to all the TOs out there. It's a thankless job. I mean, they do thank you, but the reality is that I don't know that anybody really appreciates the amount of work that goes into an event like no. Adepticon or even. And I I'm one that you know before I never really thought about how much work the TOs do, but now that I've seen a little bit of behind the scenes here, just because we've been here, you know, we've gotten here early. We've seen it <clears> setting up, and we stay. Well, late. and I think like, it's funny it's too that when like things happen, like there's a scoring error, or you're late, running late, it's like, uh, as a player, like, oh man, relax, bro. Like, yeah. this is it's a lot of work, and and very few times does it go perfect, right? Especially when you start getting a bigger event. So yeah, I mean, we had we had 42 players, right? So that's not a small event by no, any means. No, no, and then there's obviously the added pressure that it, this room was extraordinarily. What am I going to say? Like the quality of player was very high here, dude. Right? It was stacked. Yeah, 
a great tournament, you know. And then now we just we'll pack stuff up and we'll just meander and we'll go get some dinner and we'll hang out and then uh, we'll get Mike and uh, we'll in the morning we'll all your flight leaves when tomorrow? I don't think it leaves until like fourteen hundred. That's but two o'clock. Yeah, but it's international, so I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get you there. Gotta get I gotta, dro- I gotta drop the rental car off. And you gotta be there super early too. Yeah, right? I gotta be there super early. Don't so wanna mess with the lines. One of the things I'm curious about your podcasts are now, right? I mean, it, it, however many hours of recording later, what do you think? I love it, man. Really, being here made me appreciate it because you know how many times are you just sitting around shooting the shit with your buddies um, at a, you know at a tournament? We'll use that specifically talking about how a game went or. What, how your army's doing or what this paint scheme was and it's interesting just to record that it's kind of cool because you can go back and, and listen to that and relive those memories a little bit yeah so. it's it's a well what what are we going to get i mean is there more is there more of this in your future definitely more you're hooked i'm gonna i'm i've i've been hooked i have been hooked but this just it just sunk it even even deeper, right? The hooks are in now yeah now the, sure. the, the, there's the, no there's no going back after this no there's no going back no it only gets worse. Well, yeah, because now you get the editing and you get the, you get the fun stuff. Yeah, right? the fun yeah, stuff. yeah. Now you know, being uh, being part of such a prestigious organization as Countercharge, <laughs> I have to. I'm gonna be held accountable, right? Like, what? what well, if yeah, I, I call you, you know, out. Yeah, yeah. I can't show up with just you know an unpainted army or something. No, be like, no, what are you doing? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, what are you and doing? Congratulations, to Jeremy. Seventh place is pretty awesome. Uh, he took my ogres to great effect. You know, played my. Ogres. Wait, he he got seventh. Seventh overall. Yeah. Overall. Wow, Jeremy! Congratulations. Did he go for one or three? He two? went three wins, a loss, oh, okay. and a draw. A lot of draws. Yeah, a lot of draws. Well, it's it's the the system, right? So it's fifteen, ten, five. And yeah, so you, you you potentially could have. Draws, right? Yeah. I mean, you could draw and potentially get 15 points still. Well, let's talk about the scoring system, right? So it was 15, 10, 5, standard kind of box, stock book scenario scoring. Yeah. But then they added five more points. So you had three points through kill points. Yep. Uh, which you killed, right? And then. And I, I actually want to focus on that because I appreciate in this tournament that to max out kill points, you didn't have to kill like 2,100 points. Yeah, it, it was, it was less, 1,500. It was 1,500. So that was good. And then there's also two scenario points. One was keeping your. Uh, Ronnie the Bard token, yep. which was assigned to a unit alive. Yep. And killing the other persons, right? I think this was Yeah, two. yeah. So if yours was alive at the end of the game, you got one. If you killed your opponents at the end of the game, you got one. So yeah, two max. That's pretty cool. I, I like the, the Ronnie the Bard token, by the way. I I, uh, I played it on my Scorch Wings. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was awesome. Well, awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah it was an awesome time. I'm glad uh, I'm glad this worked you ready out. ready for the heavy lifting now of packing yeah. the up. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to work. All right. Well, we'll see you. Uh, well, I'll let you do it. You take us out. This is this is twenty hours of coverage or something. Yeah. This is the last thing they're going to hear. This is the so last. Make it thing. good. Thanks for joining us. And remember, keep counter charging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 